MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want in for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you all. Nick McElway. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> Good morning, and back off, War Child. Seriously, we welcome you to a Tuesday morning yeah. Preston and Steve radio show, and we have lots of things planned for today. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, November 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An investigation is underway after SEPTA police officers uh, shot a man with a knife who allegedly stabbed three people, including an unarmed security guard in Center City, Philadelphia. The shooting happened around 8 o'clock Monday at Broad Street in South Penn Square outside of City Hall after police got a call about a man down on the northbound platform at the Walnut Locust Station trying to slash people walking by. According to SEPTA police, the suspect was attempting to stab people on the north Northbound platform at the Walnut Locust Station. The individual was making slashing motions as people were walking by. SEPTA police say an unarmed security guard approached the man who went in, went on to stab her in the neck. He then slashed at least two other passengers before fleeing the platform. Police say the attack seemed unprovoked. SEPTA police quickly converged on the scene, and as the suspect emerged from the station, uh, there was a short chase before one of those officers deployed his taser, but the taser was ineffective. A six-year veteran of the SEPTA Transit Police department then shot the armed suspect at least three times wounding him the suspect was taken to an area hospital there's no word on his condition all three victims suffered non-life-threatening injuries a crime scene unit could be seen outside of city hall monday night as well shell casings and two knives on the ground police chief chuck lawson says the city has become violent we've seen things we've seen this on septa over the year we are dealing with an angry population who are arming themselves with weapons and using them over senseless arguments police are searching for a man after he is escaped from their custody while at Jefferson Hospital in Philadelphia's Center City. Police said Richard Renzo, who also goes by Richard White, fled in an unknown direction from the hospital on Chestnut Street at about 3.10 Monday morning. Renzo is in his 50s with brown hair, thin build, and was wearing a hospital gown or hospital shirt. Hmm. It's unclear whether or not police consider him a danger to the public. However, did you see his mugshot? No, I did not, but now I, I want to. Be, uh-huh. I might be scared if I saw uh, Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> According to police, Renzo was arrested Arrested for grand larceny, uh, a grand larceny warrant out of New York City. So, he, scary guy in a hospital gown. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was also wanted for uh, an open probation warrant out of Philadelphia. Officials said he is unhoused and does not have a current address. Uh, anyone with information about Renzo's whereabouts is asked to call police. Starting this morning, drivers will be able to use the new ramps connecting Route 42 North to Interstate 295 North in South Jersey. Construction officials say the 180 
$150 million project was completed on time and within budget. The announcement is a long-awaited and an instant sigh of relief for commuters. The growing congestion and how to deal with it was uh, has uh, it has been a topic uh, for decades. For the time, uh, the first time, the project titled Missing Moves will finally connect the two roadways and make a new path for the estimated 150,000 people who travel this corridor daily. I really do wonder what this is going to do to the congestion that happens over there quite a bit and like at random parts of the day. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else get excited when these things open up? Like, Uh, There's part of me that's like, I can't wait to drive it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get get on it. I'm just excited at what it will relieve by being in effect. But but do you mean, Nick, so you can drive on the new road and see what it's like? Yeah, Yeah, like there's a little bit of palpable excitement. It's like, oh, this is a bridge that I've never been on before. People still talk glowingly about getting to drive the blue route. Oh, I rode my bike on the blue route. I've told you guys this story many times. My dad took us out of school. Right. uh, We got uh, the my grandmother was in the car. We drove up and down the length of it twice. <laughs> bottles of champagne. It was, it, it was because it was his whole life that he'd been waiting for this right, thing to open right. up. Well, when they connected 95 to the turnpike out in Bucks County, that was like a big deal because, I mean, you know, I grew up there and forever it was like, why are these two roadways not connected? So when they did that, that was like a pretty big deal. So is this project finished, Kathy, or do they still have more to do? Nope. So it is finished. Wow. Um, the, the ramps are scheduled. Well, the ramps are open this morning. They opened them, uh, you know, it was planned to open before the commute and, and they did that uh, they're saying over the next few weeks there may be overnight closures um, just so crews can get out there and complete some minor fixes. First 50 people get a George Foreman grill? Is that I, I don't think that's it. No, that wasn't this. Oh, that wasn't. Oh, maybe no. I was that, thinking of a different promotion. But that whole exchange through there is some of the most reckless abandoned driving oh God, yeah. because there's just so many lanes and, and so many people have to get from one extreme to the other and then once they started shutting down lanes and it's been that way for a long time, long time. it's just been it's it's been a, a, a bizarre thing to traverse sure it's an entire road system predicated on one word afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing ever seemed to be really that well planned. According to NJ Dot, the new ramp project also included the demolition and reconstruction of the Creek Road Bridge over 295, redecking and widening of the 295 bridges over Big Timber Creek, and the restripping uh, of Route 55 northbound ramp to Route 42 northbound. So everything open this morning. They're saying overnight closures uh, periodically if they need to fix anything. In sports this morning... <laughs> Cruise to a 138-94 win over LeBron James and the LA Lakers last night in South Philly. Joel Embiid clinched a triple-double in the third quarter. The 44-point loss was the worst loss in James's NBA career. Yeah. It was also the Lakers' worst loss to the Sixers in the 290 games between the two teams. LeBron ended the night with zero rebounds, and the Sixers beat the Lakers for the seventh straight time. <laughs> the Sixers are on the road tomorrow night and will play the Pelicans in New Orleans at 8 o'clock. Ah! The Flyers, who have won six out of their last eight games, are at home tonight and will host the Carolina Hurricanes. The puck will drop at 7.30. In Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears beat the Vikings 12-10 to last night in Minnesota. Cairo Santos made a 30-yard field goal with 10 seconds left, his fourth of the night, and the Bears had four interceptions. And the Carolina Panthers fired coach, uh, head coach Frank Reich. This is the second year in a row that he's been fired in the middle of the season. The Panthers have an NFL worst record of 1-10, in including 0-6 
weeks on the road and are assured of a six-straight losing season since owner David Tepper purchased the team for $2.275 billion in 2018. Reich was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl in 2018. He was also the head coach for the Colts from 2018 to 2022 and guided the team to two playoff appearances. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you so much, Kathy. As I mentioned, a Tuesday morning, and that means that we're going to give away another uh, Preston and Steve show theme tattoo with Tattoos Day. So, uh, $350 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing. That is now engaged. So you can text the word tattoo to 39333. And as the great Ron Popeil said, set it and forget That's it. That's right. Showtime Rotisserie Grill. We will just get a, uh, we'll, we'll get a winner at some point later on today. You know what? We should have a rotisserie grill in the studio. Should we? Just at the ready. Okay. In case we want some rotisserie chicken. Okay. You I know, used to have one. You get a hankering for it. It was one of my son's favorite Christmas <laughs> gifts ever. The rotisserie grill? Carter. Oh my okay. God. Yeah. Like he wanted to take it to school and show it off. He was probably in like third or fourth grade. Does he still have it? No. We we used it quite a bit. Yeah. But eventually it, it, it fell out of fashion and a couple of years ago I threw it away because it was... You it's know, gunked up, yeah. doesn't it? it, it but you was, know what? Um, Steve, I don't think Rodney would be cool with us having a rotis- rotisserie grill, but... A walk? Ac- Acme's across the street, and all they right. have great rotisserie. All right, all right. Yeah. You just do that. So if we if we get a hankering, as hankering. they say, we can head over to Acme and pick one up. Uh, we also have a show announcement this morning. We will reveal that around the Bizarre File. And, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Acme, they are sponsoring this. It is time to reveal Kathy's Holiday Activities! Yes. Holiday so it's a very special day. It is a special You know, day. there are three things that have been on past <laughs> holiday activities lists that end up as an annual for me for now. You. So I know, yeah, I so love I it. incorporate I listen to what you what you're dropping. <laughs> so we're gonna get to that around eight fifteen or so. Kyle has done a new jingle. Good. It is a minute longer than the last jingle oh that he God. did. He he he, cho- he he tore off a whole bunch on this one. Okay, it's going to be great. And I he, know that. he texted me last night apologizing in advance. He's like, "Dude, I'm sorry, but it's a minute longer." I'm like, <laughs> "It's all good, bro." Are we working towards a rock opera? We might be. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Is, a, is it going to be Prague rock opera? Kyle Heim steamroller. It might be for all we know, but it's uh, it's brilliant, and we will debut that along all with right. Kathy's holiday activities. Holiday. So seriously, by the way, make sure you're listening because a lot of the things, you know, fill up and get booked. Some of the things, I'm sure, right? As we found out from fall activity. Yes. Within that segment, things booked up. Like within that announcement segment, things booked up. So that's how uh, uh, people, excited people are about these things. Yeah, and we have a couple that, you know, uh, you have to sign up and they may get booked up. So When people ask you, what are the important things in life? Family, love, activities. Right. Right? Right. Kathy, make sure you tell them and use this phrase. Operators are standing by now. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, Tennessee. All right, because otherwise uh. you're going to miss out on it. All right, so that's coming up, like I said, around 8.15 or so, so it's good stuff. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second on the Stupid Question and Entertainment Report. You know that. It's on the way. We'll be right back. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. 
Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to give away as a prize for the Super Question a $50 Gabe's gift card, which is good for a whole bunch of stuff, and I'll reveal that in a moment. But uh, the question that I pose to you is this. What model car did Thelma and Louise drive? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer to this? Call now. What model of car did Thelma and Louise drive? 215-263-WMMR. We'll roll through some birthdays to kill some time. Today being the 28th day of November. Uh, one of the all-time greats in the music industry, Barry Gordy Jr., Wow, founder of Motown Records, is 94. I find myself, when I just want to feel good listening to music, Motown. I put on a Motown mix. Man, you just can't go wrong with that catalog of music. It's Couldn't am- agree more. It's amazing. When I was a kid, I would we had Motown 45s, and I would put them yeah. on, like the Supremes, and oh, I'd put oh, that, as a kid, I was putting that on. Do you remember that? The, the label was blue. I loved and a, it. a map of yeah. uh, Detroit. Detroit. It, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was so iconic looking, Steve. I oh, totally remember yeah. doing that. Loved yeah. it, yeah. So when I was a kid, the 50s, it, like, and so now they're doing these comparisons today, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, uh, you know, if, if they did Back to the Future today, that would I be know. set in like 19... 19- um, it's it's disconcerting when they do that. <laughs> yes. But the thing yeah. is, when like I feel like I could um, easily, you know, if I listen to a song back then in the eighties, if I listen, I could tell you, oh yeah, that came out around this time. Of year. I don't think the kids today could take the quote unquote fifties music. Uh, that would, oh, how do you say in that? In other like, words, frame it contextually and chronologically. I, I think what's happening, Case, is because uh, a lot of times, and we're talking about this now, kids are being introduced to entire collections of, yeah. like, like there's, like, that's why you have so many kids walking around with, like, Jimi Hendrix shirts on, like, mm-hmm. who, well, also they can get every bit of music that's ever been instantly. recorded ever yeah. in, in the pocket of their phone, you know, in their, in their phone, and so it's not like you get handed, <laughs> back in my day, yeah. you know, but we had to walk 10 miles from the record star. But yeah. you would have, there was a little bit more work involved with it, and you'd get literally handed a CD or a record or whatever, and so you would explore it in a very, very different way. Yeah. I, I love to see that, though. I love to see, like, your kids were, I wouldn't say you were, you, you hoped they would go in a way that would be, um, you know, <laughs> long Yeah, we kind of scared them yeah, yeah, a little but bit. You can't force it. No, but, definitely uh, not. They're going to like yeah, what they, they like. They're rebel. But it's kind of cool that, that that is the case. But the moment I hear, and even my kids, if you hear, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley <laughs> low, ain't no river wide, you're just in, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way in. So. Ain't no man, <laughs> I. 
Uh, the great Barry Gordy is 94 years old today. Uh, another great actor. Man, we had the privilege privilege of having him in our studio, Ed Harris. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. of the all-time greats uh, is 73 years old He was old promoting today. Pollock at the time, right? No, he actually wasn't. Oh. I had told him that I, I had thought that the movie Pollock, the first time I saw it, was Pollock. I'm like, well, that's blatantly <laughs> That's derogatory. No, it was about Beethoven. It was. And it was a good movie. Uh, it was, um, he was tortured in the movie and uh, but he, he's a an intense great actor he is man everything from and uh still they say like the most uh, maverick Tom yeah. Tom maverick he was in that and he kind of had just a cameo just a small great. role yeah. but it's, it's so big okay how tall is he because he's an intimidating figure and i bet he's, you he's like five tall. five no, he's I about seven he's fair, maybe he's fairly average height. yeah, yeah. Five, ten, five, nine. you think yeah. he's over yeah. okay yeah so he has 73 today all right. all right judd nelson has his birthday today yeah and I want to thank Casey because right at the Camp Out for Hunger, right as it began, yeah. he got me a shirt. It is the silhouette of Judd Nelson at the end of Breakfast Club, throwing his fist up in the air. Nick hates that. I love it. And Casey got me that that uh, shirt. Where'd you get that shirt, by the way? Um, Do you remember? T, yeah, T Public. Oh, T Public. I don't want to give them any advertising because they don't give me anything for free. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's in radio. the way it works in radio. You get free advertising. Uh, you, if you send me free T-shirts. I give you all the. <laughs> Yes, no FCC rules there. <laughs> There's a movie I highly want to recommend, I've, and I've talked about it before, but I recently went to my buddy Brian Miller, our photographer friend, and went over to his house, and he and I love this film, and he's like, why don't we watch it? I'm like, God, I haven't seen it in decades. It's a movie called Fandango. Oh, yeah, oh, Fandango is great. Yeah. And I'm telling is you. Is it good? Yes. It's a, rite, it's a rite of passage exactly movie. Exactly what right. it is. Did you watch it in his cigar lounge? We did. We smoked cigars and drank bourbon while oh, we watched it. Did over. you replicate that scene from Autofocus? Do you want, <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't do that part. That's next week. Uh, I'll, I'll invite you over to his house. I just want to be right. invited. That's and, all. And do you want to watch the movie and yeah. smoke cigars? And hang yeah. Out? Preston yeah, yeah, said yeah, I we'll could come it. over. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? I just knock you go to somebody's house and go... Casey said I could come over. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to smoke some cigars. Judd Nelson is 64. Paul Schaefer, the leader of the world's most dangerous band, David Letterman. What a brilliant musician. Uh, he's celebrating his 74th birthday today and all those years on Saturday Night Live and the Blues Brothers. Oh, and I would yeah. love to see a movie or a real in-depth documentary because he's he was there. I mean, there were all sorts of dynamics I had forgotten about. He um, he and Belushi and the Blues Brothers got into a sort of fight because he had been committed to do the music for Gilda uh, Radner's oh, yeah. Broadway show. Yeah. And they d- desperately wanted him to be the music coordinator for the Blues Brothers movie and he couldn't, right. and that caused a rift. He was the, for the touring band, for the but, touring but not band. Yeah, for yeah. the movie, yeah. Yeah, Steve, you know the writer uh, and uh, sometimes comedian Jim Downey? He was a, a yeah, writer on SNL forever. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So he, uh, Conan O'Brien has I watched a, it. Uh, did you see it? It was sensational. Uh, Conan O'Brien has a, a podcast and a show called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Jim Downey was one of them, and he spent, Jim Downey spent a lot of time talking about exactly what Steve was just referring to, uh, the early days of SNL with Paul Schaefer, with the Blues Brothers. It's really fascinating stuff if you're into that at all. Nice. They go into deep, um, deep conversations about it. It's, you, it's you, really cool. You want a trippy experience? I clearly remember this. It, it was I. We had falsely uh, sent a, a letter to SNL at that time. Belushi, the original cast. <clears throat> I was in high school and said I was going to CW Post College on Long Island. <laughs> that I was on the the, the, the newspaper. And could we interview John Belushi? Yeah, come on in. I'm like, that's what? amazing. My friend Jay and I went in. <laughs> we go to Rocker Preston. If if I could have been lifted off the 
the fountain of crap I was crapping in, in just terror of being yeah. there. We get into the elevator. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, my God. Uh, he was there. Paul uh, Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Um, who else? Um, yeah, so this, this Troika wow. is there, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you keep your composure? No. Oh. Uh, in fact, uh. I was supposed to be a photographer as well as a journalist. Uh-huh. I couldn't operate the camera that I'm supposed to use to take a picture of Belushi. Wow. So Belushi takes the camera and goes, here you go, and hands it back to me. Oh, my God. Uh, but I swear to God this happened, and I had the picture. Can't find it. Uh-huh. But it was it was amazing. And Preston, they were working on the Bassomatic script I remember you at the time. That. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Wow. It's almost, it's almost like you can't believe it happened. Uh, Craig Lagan just also told me that Paul Schaefer wrote this. Song. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time they played it, it was it bombed horribly bad. Uh, and then eventually it became a gay anthem. And uh, I love the double clap success. in this song. <laughs> the double clap? Yeah. You gotta wait a little bit. Okay, we don't have time. We, we don't have time a lot for that. Of time on this. I'll so. explain to you off air. Paul Schaefer is seventy four today. John Stewart celebrates his sixty first birthday today. Uh, so happy birthday to him. The great Randy Newman is a year older, and a big one for him. He is eighty years old today. I love Randy Newman. Yeah, he's fantastic, and he does a lot of uh, the film composing. Obviously, uh, the, the song that he did that's on the Overboard soundtrack, um, something special about our love. Oh, is I don't one even of the great that. love. Songs of all time. Okay. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. If oh. you saw Scott Pilgrim, she played Ramona in that. Ten, Ten Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane. Lane. Yeah, it's and a favorite of ours. And Sky High as well. So uh, she is a beautiful young lady. Who's she married to? Somebody famous. She, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yes, she's uh, 39 years old. Today. I got to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane again. That is a really good movie. Agreed. And then the last one, the very lovely Karen Gillan. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Nebula, uh, and Jumanji. She's great in both of those series. Do yourself a favor this holiday season. Watch the Guardians Christmas special. Yeah, it's great. It is. Did you see it? Yeah. It's excellent. Saw it last yeah. year. Yeah, she is uh, celebrating her 36th birthday today. So happy birthday to Karen Gillen. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. We're trying to figure out. Hang on, I'm scratching my back with a back scratcher. Oh, there we go. Is that Kathy's face on it? Is that yes. the one? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm scratching your back. You are scratching my back. Scratch mine. I'll scratch yours. Right. All right. Okay. So let's see if somebody knows what model car Thelma and Louise drove. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Stephanie to try and get the answer. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, wonderful. Stephanie, you're all fired up this morning. I love it. So <laughs> what kind of car do they drive in Thelma and Louise? Uh, Thunderbird. Yeah, Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah. We have for you a $50 Gabe's gift card. You can get huge discounts of up to 70% off mall store prices on brands like Hurley, Realtree, uh, Stanley, Carhartt, Disney, Bear Paw, Mattel, Fisher-Price, and big athletic brands. Too big to say. And it's on, if, it's on, if it's on their wish list, you can get it for less at Gabe's. Visit gabesstores.com for more information. Do you know the original ending of Film and Louise as they went over the edge of the... Uh, Grand Canyon, they drive off the, the, the cliff. The, we're supposed to follow through, and they land on Bobby and Cindy. Whoa. Yeah, 
at the bottom. That's where they yeah. were. The and they whole cut time? that. Oh my god! Bobby, would have been so amazing. Guess it didn't work well with test audiences. Well, wow. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with the fact that Tiffany Haddish addressed her DUI address over the weekend while speaking with Entertainment Tonight on Monday. Uh, the girls' trip actor said she intends to quote get some help following mm-hmm. the incident. She said, "I'm going to get some help so I can learn balance and boundaries." Uh, she also declared, "This will never happen again." I like Tiffany Haddish. Her arrest in Beverly Hills on Friday marked her second DUI arrest in two years. Uh, she was arrested on similar charges in Atlanta in January of 2022, having reportedly fallen asleep behind the wheel on both occasions. I just think of celebrities being able to, you know, they make enough money to hire I'll someone. get an Uber. Well, I'll get an Uber! Do you know who did it? You know he actually hired a driver? It was Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. He'd had a couple. Yeah, I need a driver. Yep. Um, so some people get a driver. Some people fly their own aircraft. <laughs> and at a recent screening of The Shepherd, John Travolta detailed how he had also experienced a total electrical failure while flying a plane in 1992, just like Ben Radcliffe's character experiences in the Disney Plus short. It's called uh, The Shepherd. Yeah. So he said, I actually experienced a total electrical <sighs> oh, failure. God. Uh, but I was in a corporate jet over Washington, D.C. So when I read this book of the same name, it resonated even more because of this experience I had personally. He said, I knew uh, what it felt like to absolutely think you are going to die. I had two good jet engines, but I had no instruments, no electric, nothing. And I thought that it was oh. over. And he said, and I had my family on board. His whole family was on board. And I said, this is it. I can't believe that I'm going to die in this plane. He said, and then as if by a miracle, we descended as per the rules to a lower altitude. I saw that Washington, D.C. monument and identified that Washington National Airport was right next to it. And I made a landing just like pilot Freddie Hook does in the film. But when they came through the clouds, it was 1951, Preston. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. They had that. gone back in time. Um, pretty wild. It's like, oh, my God. Pretty wild that he, uh, you know, that, that he had to make an emergency landing, yeah. and, uh, and he, they just happened to be in the right place when the malfunction happened. Yeah, and that's always my fear. You know, anything like that. I, you know, I know my limitations, and and uh, you know, I would just fold. Uh, but he has clocked so many air miles. I think Kathy, you asked him what his favorite jet was to fly when he was here. Uh, yeah, we yeah. talked about <clears> and he, uh, Maybe he said, uh, I forget exactly what he said, but he, he flies commercial jets. Yeah, oh, yeah. he has, like, yeah, he big, has them. Huge... Yeah. yeah, he's rated to fly the big, big, the big jets. Aircraft. Yeah. yeah, love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> oh, and the Santa Claus uh, ad now for Capital One, is that what it is for? It's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's tremendous. He gets into the Saturday Night Fever yeah, yeah, yeah. bit at the end. I love it. Uh, so Kylie Jenner and Jennifer Lawrence spoke about being scrutinized as people in the public eye for a new piece published in Interview Magazine on Monday. Uh, Both celebrities addressed the speculation that they've gotten plastic surgery. So Jennifer said, I think it's incredible what makeup can do uh, because I work with Hung, referring to her makeup artist Hung Van Gogh. Uh, And she said, who overlines the lip. And I call him a plastic surgeon because everybody in the last few months since I've been working with him is convinced that I had eye surgery. And she said, I'm like, I didn't have eye surgery. I do makeup. <laughs> Apparently, I've had full plastic surgery. Uh, she also said people comparing before and after pictures from when she said, I'm 19 to 30, doesn't make sense since her face has changed due to aging. Which is yeah. true. Yeah. 
Uh, this resonated with Kylie. Uh, she said, I did end up getting lip fillers, but it's also the same with me. I'll see the before and after photos when I'm 12 years old versus 26 and my eyebrows are filled uh, differently. Wait, I think she, Kylie's she, a different story, yeah. right? Wait, she's the one. She's the one with the lips. Lip stuff. Yeah, the one oh, who wait. lied about her her lips, um, the lip kit making her lips plumper when it was in fact filler that okay, she had. So, so she is saying she had filler. Though. Yeah, yeah, she said I okay. did end up getting lip filler. Yeah, yeah about thirty pounds of filler. Yeah. We know Kylie. So. Yeah, she said. Yeah. Listen, look at the. Look, she was not unattractive as a as a younger lady. She was just looked different. God, okay. this now is this is like a femme fatale that she is now. The best ever. I, think I have my Kylie lip stuff here. You do. I think so. Put it on. Let's uh, see if it We've referenced this many, many times over the years, but that Michael Jackson interview where he's over. No flesh and shirt. It's actually it's lesser though. It's lesser though. You're telling me. You're looking at me saying this guy had plastic surgery. Come on! And he, he does admit, though, as Oprah as he goes, I've had no plastic surgery on my face. And he's like, well, I, I, I did have, I had my nose done. I did have my nose, my chin, my cheeks, my eyes, my forehead, my ears were rotated. I had my neck removed in every place. My rib cage is turned around, and my spine was replaced with a curtain rod. It's less. I had no plastic surgery. It's ridiculous. Did you say that? I remember watching. Do, that. do you hear how you're unable yeah. to articulate, you Michael? You can't even speak. You've had so much. Wait, can you get that? That's my nose. <laughs> his nose was like caving yeah, yeah. in on his face. Yeah, one, it's crazy. One surgery. Yeah. Uh, so. Can you get that? That's my nose on your face. Kylie added, uh, I have contour on. I'm like, how can you compare my 12 year old face and say that I've gotten my jaw shaved, my eyelids removed? What are we talking about? She says. Oh, There's less contouring yeah. on the concha hocking curve. Also, she's just saying it's. Yeah. Contouring that what, changes her face. What is contour? Contour is like putting makeup on to accentuate like your cheekbone, okay. your, your jawbone. Yeah. You know, there's a video of her doing it where basically, Preston, she's doing. You're basically painting. Um, she's painting like shadows along the ridge of her nose. Yeah. Right. I, and painting around and then blending it in. Honestly, it's an art, and yeah. that's what she originally became famous for, but it does create that perception of, sure. yeah, pronounced yeah. jawline and everything, yeah. or whatever I, you want or don't want. Yeah, I, I I contour. I learned how to contour because I was seeing all videos like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. people like putting it all on. And I so, can see it up here on your right yeah, here. I, yeah, I contoured the yeah, morning. no <laughs> Hi, I'm Did you see the movie No Hard Feelings yet, Kathy? No, no, I want to see it. It's a Jennifer Lawrence film, Preston. It's it's oh, the most yeah. recent one. It's funny. I want to see they're, it. They're, her and this kid that she's with is great, but she does full frontal, unabashed, um, comes out of the, the ocean, gets into a fist fight where she gets punched in oh, the... Oh, wait, no, yes, I did see it. Yeah. Full frontal I did, nudity? I did full see it. frontal nudity has a brawl on the beach, and I'm like, more power to her, man. It was pretty amazing that she would do that. That, that was a cute movie. Yeah, I really yeah, yeah. liked it. Yeah. What made okay. you think of that? Uh, her, Jennifer Lawrence is in that. Yeah, she's in this story that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, oh, I thought we were talking about the Jenners. Both of them. So yeah. Jennifer Lawrence and yeah, Kylie Jenner. No, oh, I lost We're both that being uh, interviewed. Uh, okay. She, did she have uh, pubic hair? Did we see that in the... Uh, you know, I don't recall. Uh, it was all wet because she comes out of the water. So, okay. yeah, but she... Uh, not not a lot, surprised. if so. Yeah, everyone was surprised that she would do it. Okay. Yeah. It was, and then, right? She's full frontal nudity, correct? Yeah, when she comes... Yeah, I do yeah. remember that, seeing her, her coming out of the I ocean. I love her. Yeah, yeah she's, I think great. she's great. In this movie, she is very... She is not afraid to appear... Unpleasant looking, uh, but okay. I, yeah, but you know, but I kind of liked it. like she. It was a little bit of a different role for yes. her to do this, and I, I dug it. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, Linda Evangelista. 
spoke with the Sunday Times over the weekend and explained why she is not interested in dating anymore. And her reasoning has since gone viral. She said, quote, I don't want to sleep with anybody anymore, meaning I don't want to hear somebody breathing. So she doesn't want someone in the same bed with her. You don't have to do that. I, no. Rochelle and I haven't slept in the same bed in decades. I don't I don't like it either. I yeah. don't like the don't wrapped like up with someone else. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to say that. more than anything yeah. in, my, in, in the world, but I, you know. I love Rochelle more than anybody in the world. So, you know. Yeah. 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 But do you want to say, you, you sleep, sleep with her? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Give me a break. Yeah. I'll, I'll be over smoking cigars. When you are sharing a bed and uh, and you're not doing that yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, but you are spooning, how long can you spoon? Oh, not long. Yeah. Not long at all. A little cuddle. This is nice. I'm starting to get warm. I'm, gonna I'm move hot. My yeah. arm hurts. Hot. Yeah. My neck is in a weird position. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. yeah. All right, you're, you're crushing me. You're in the most... Comfortable possible spooning position. Okay. All right. Yeah. Temperature's okay for you know, and and, and but you're under the covers. Five minutes. Do you know? Uh, Max. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Do you know what I love? Sitting yeah. side by side by side on the couch, like yeah. his arms tucked in and. Is stroking and petting, uh, all that is is nice. I, I think I, I find I, I feel very. Um, I don't sleep under the sheets, so you know I I, yeah. I sleep under a blanket. So I don't like that crushed in sort of feeling. I think of a phrase that Kathy might use. I have never heard her use this, but I think Kathy might use this, which is off me. Yeah, <laughs> off. Is it I just off. say off, off. Are Not you, even the me. Are off. you done? Then get off. <laughs> Go. Go. All right, go Love get you. some Windex. Bye so much. You're the best. CBS's Late Show will be on unplanned post-Thanksgiving hiatus after Stephen Colbert says he is recovering after surgery from a ruptured appendix. How about Ooh. that? Ooh. Yeah, he sh- uh, shared the news on Instagram, and of course he, he wrote a great caption. He said, <laughs> sorry to say that I have to cancel our shows this week. I'm sure you're thinking, turkey overdose, Steve? Gravity boat, or gravy boat capsize? Actually, I'm recovering from surgery for ruptured appendix. I'm grateful to my doctors for their care and even to the kids for putting up with me. Going forward, all emails to my appendix will be handled by my pancreas. <laughs> so think about this. COVID? SAG. Yes. He got COVID. It's been tough for him. Appendix. Yeah. Uh, the Late Show was scheduled to return tonight with new episodes. Jennifer Garner, Boz Lerman, Sir Patrick Stewart, Barbara Streisand, and Kelsey Grammer were among the guests, ladies who appear. I don't know if Chris Agon these lost to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, <laughs> Chris yeah. for incorporating them into my fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Agon and the Skull Sealer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, folks. You know, I was sealing up a skull last night. <laughs> You're going to like this. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah, they they hit another stumbling block. But that's, uh, we talked about that before. That's serious pain. And Nick, you you know that all yeah. too well. They're the new Rowan and Martin, uh, Chris Agon and the, uh, and the Skull Sealer. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark Cuban says he plans to leave Shark Tank after nearly 15 years as a regular on the program. Uh, th- I have a question about this because I do find myself watching the show. Um, I like it. I like the I show a lot. I, I, the one thing I don't like is the, hey, sharks, when you're down in the Mouth, yeah, the pitch. Uh, but the the um, they are basically what they are doing is they're investing 
those are all business opportunities for the sharks, correct? Oh, and yeah. so, I mean, I don't know why you'd walk away from that. Maybe just tired well, of yeah. it. I'll explain in a second. Here. Uh, that show is uh, divides our household. I really like it. Uh, my son loves it. Andrea hates it. Really? And we have not gotten to the bottom of why she hates it so much, but she can't stand it. So there are like Friday nights. I think it's Fridays. Yeah, it's Friday night. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she'll be like, fine, I'm going upstairs. Like, she's <laughs> mad that we like watching it. What that show has taught me is that you can have a great idea, but it doesn't mean squat if you don't know what to do with it. It doesn't yeah. mean yeah. anything. And yeah. those don't know sharks yep. know how to dissect what makes it viable and what makes it not. It's very rare that they miss an opportunity or make a bad call on a product. I yeah. try to guess, like, while they're giving right. their pitch, if, you know, one of the sharks is going to take it or not. And, like, uh, something I thought was, like, a great idea. They were yes. like, no way. We're passing totally. on this. I, you <laughs> know, and that's why we're not in business. We've yeah, been wanting I mean, to do something for a long time called Shark Tank, which yeah. would be similar. But yeah, Shark Tank, <laughs> where you come in and, and pitch your ideas to us. Yeah, and I eventually do. I think I we do, can we still do it. Do yeah. it. Uh, but it's got to be. It's got to have the right tone to it. Yeah, and we have to have the right kind of prize as well. But we'll. Hey, if you, you have know an idea for Shark Tank, let us know. Here's what we'll do, Preston. Yeah, everyone sitting there will be a failed businessman. Okay. So they don't have any knowledge what to do. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Of Gary Lauer. So anyhow, the billionaire owner of the Mavericks said, I just want to have a couple of summers of my teens before they go off on their own. That's what this is all about. Mm. I said, uh, nothing to do with the show. I love it. I love being on it. I love what it represents and how it motivates entrepreneurs around the world. Uh, he previously told Forbes that he has invested $29 million in at least 85 companies since joining Shark Tank. I wonder what his return has been. He said, on the one hand, I understand that uh, nobody should have this much wealth, but it is what it is. He said, you can't... You you make the best of it, and I don't feel guilty about it at all. I busted my ass to get here. Think about where, so Mark Cuban came, his original money was made off of the real audio, uh, right? That was him. Yeah. Uh, I've forgotten that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shark Tank's been at ABC's table since 2009. He was a guest shark in season two and has been a regular since uh, the third season in 2012. Who's Who's your favorite shark? On that collective. I like the gal from QVC. Yes, me too. I think she's... I think she's sexy. Too. I love her, and yeah. she's smart. I like the things she that she goes in on. Yeah, I I've really forgotten like her name, but I mean, she's she's definitely too. my favorite one. Uh, what's her name? Lori. Lori yeah. Grainier. Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like. I do like her. Um, you know what though? With him leaving, I feel like they they filter they uh, they change him in and out. They change him in and out. So I bet if he wanted to come back, yeah, they yeah, yeah, let yeah. Him come back. I'm sure he's popular on yeah. that show. People love him, so he he'll always have a spot, most likely. Uh, then we'll do. One more quick story, and I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, uh, Taika Watiti appeared on a recent episode of the Smartless Podcast and shared that he um, that um, you know he directed uh, 2017's Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok, but he did it solely for the money. He said, "You know what? I had no interest in doing one of those films." He said, "It wasn't on my plan for my career as an auteur, but I was." Poor, and I just had a second child, and I thought, you know what? This would be a great opportunity to feed these children. He said, and Thor, let's face it, he said it was probably the least popular franchise. He said, I never read Thor comics as a kid. That was a comic I'd pick up, and I'd be like, ah, uh, and then I did some research on it, and I read one Thor comic, or 18 pages, or however long they are, and I was still baffled by this character. And he ended up making a great movie. I love Thor Ragnarok. I yeah. don't love Thor Love and Thunder. Right. 
Did he do that one too? Yeah. Okay. But uh, it, it managed to become a huge cash cow for him. And you remember that was a pivotal movie because that was reeling all those characters in and making you believe that mixture would work for the, the final two installments. So, um, yeah, it was great. All right. And then we will move on to the clips. Christmas in Tahoe is about a talent booker who must ask for help from her ex-boyfriend, the lead guitarist of a now-famous band that fired her as its manager years ago to save the family's hotel. It's crazy. Uh, the Hotel Christmas Show. And here, actor Laura... Osnez, I believe is how you say her name, uh, reveals an exacting surprise about the exciting uh, surprise about the movie. Here we go. The movie is centered around Train's Christmas album called Christmas in Tahoe. And all of the songs are being featured throughout the movie, including and culminating in a live performance at the end featuring some of their greatest hits. There's even a brand new song that is being premiered that Pat Monahan wrote for this movie. I can't wait. You suck my d- and shut the f*** up, huh? Uh, Christmas in Tahoe is now streaming on the Hallmark Channel. She's one of my uh, more uh, favored actresses in the Hallmark. Oh, yeah? The the yeah. She's good. Uh, you haven't seen this one, yet, though? No, it's debuting, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. It was. This is now streaming on Hallmark. Okay. I, this is, I'm not a Hallmark movie guy, Christmas movie, but this one, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Well, when Just you're, from that... Uh, when you're done drinking, uh, smoking cigars and watching uh, Fandango, Fandango, come over to my house, we'll get into our jammies and Ooh, watch Hallmark movies. You're just talking about... Uh, Monahan. Steve said I could come over. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lead singer from Train. Yeah. She's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. She said the whole episode is filled with. I know you weren't really listening. It was But she said the whole thing's featured with, uh, with Train music and the band. I guess he. Is he going to play. I don't know this guitarist uh, yeah. that was fired from the band, or I, don't I know. think he appears as himself. But the other, the, okay. they have one one of their hallmark studly actors playing the romantic interest. Okay, here is our next clip. Faster purple worm kill kill is about celebrity players pit first level Dungeons and Dragons characters against the game's mightiest monsters. In this clip, executive producer Matthew Lillard talks about things that he learned while creating this show. Here we go. That Red Bull works. That if you, we should be sponsored by Red Bull. No, um, yeah, two, so two things, I think. The idea of like putting a dream into the world and sort of chasing it. And number two, the thing that we discovered throughout the process is that we thought we were making a comedy show. But I think the thing we were surprised about is the amount of humanity that was discovered through it. I don't give a f- Remember, he was on the show uh, promoting his uh, uh, wine that caters to the... Whiskey, wasn't it? Or whiskey that caters to the Dungeons & Dragons yeah. set. Yeah. And so he is very much tied up into this group. So, And they, they're actually creating their own games as well. Yeah, we're looking at a... Nick pulled up his IMDb, but I don't see it on there anywhere, Nick. Because that's under actors. So you have to go to self uh, to see his... Um, yeah, I wanted to thing. see who else was in this. It's called uh, Purple Faster Purple Worm Kill Kill. Pat Oswald it appears to be in it. Yeah, I saw some uh, people that looked familiar, yeah. but I don't see it. On I'll find it. All right, anyway. Wow. You look at the sunrise for a second. I'm going to find this. Faster, Find Faster Purple Worm Kill Kill on the D&D Adventures channel on Amazon, Freebie, and Plex. <laughs> What? I don't know. Base, if you have a ham radio. Yeah. And Plex. You said Amazon. You, just, you can do it. I guess so, right? Yeah. yeah, I should be able to find it. All right, that's it. That's what I have for Done. you. Uh, and, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Right. We're happy.
happy. We're happy. Now. All right. Uh, and we'll want to keep that applause going because this morning, folks, in the not-too-distant future, about an hour from now, Kathy's holiday activities list oh, will be oh, revealed oh. for all to partake upon. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, you, you need to, you need to jump on this stuff because as we found out from the last fall activities, exactly, some of these things filled up while we were doing the segment. So <laughs> if, if three of them, yeah, they, they were like, yeah, the two capacity before we were even done with that particular segment. And we have a brand new jingle to go along with it. An extra long jingle from Kyle to fugue. Uh, to usher in the uh, the holiday season. All right, so let's take a break. Let's all go look at the sunrise because this beautiful Nick's taking pictures. And we'll come back in a second. And we also, it's 13 days of the Rolling Stones. We've got a bunch of stuff to tell you about. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Thursday from 4 to 6, Nick from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grand opening of Planet Fitness in Jamison, PA with food, games, raffles for free memberships and bundles, and tons of giveaways. Plus, meet Philadelphia Union player Nathan Harriel and their mascot, Fang. It's your last chance to join the new, clean, and spacious Planet Fitness with tons of equipment, free fitness training, and a friendly staff for just $1 down. Offer expires 1130. Join Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show. Thursday from 7 to 9 at Fireside, 1211 Bethlehem Pike in Ambler for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles San Francisco tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy 350 Bud Light drafts and $4 aluminum. By the way, I do need to mention that Kathy's Holiday Activities is presented by our very good friends at Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and we appreciate that support. That's where I'm going to get my rotisserie chicken today. Very good. Yeah. So we'll get to that uh, in a little bit. Uh, but I want to talk about Kathy right now. I want to talk about Marissa McNutta. Yeah. Hey, Mocha McNutta. Marissa had a little issue recently, and fortunately, uh, things have, have turned around. But Marissa lost the keys to her car Ugh. for days on end. <laughs> you lost the keys days. to your car for days. And I asked her this morning, I'm like, did you find your keys? And she just kind of smiled and nodded. And so I think there's a story to go along with it See, as well. My house is not huge, all right? It's yeah. a condo in the yeah. city. Um, I was locked inside of it for four days while my husband had the flu. Right. Suddenly on Saturday, I went to pick up some tailgate stuff from some friends, and I was like, I, I don't know where my keys are. Like, they're just, they're just gone. I checked every coat. I checked... You know, in the fridge, in the bathroom, like every room. There's in just the not- car, you walk down to the garage to make sure that I did. you didn't leave them running. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, was it around there anywhere? And, and the car, with the car, you have a newer car. The car would not lock if you had left the, the keys in the car. I think it does lock itself. It, it's a bit older car. It's right, 2017. Okay. So right. I don't know if it has that feature. Mm. Um, I was able to, I used my husband's car. I, I went out because uh, I was like, look, I was determined not to leave. And on top of this, my... Uh, backup key is in the office, which was locked and closed for the holiday. Oh, like in the okay. office of the building. Why do you keep it here? Um, no, 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 in the office of, his, of her building. Uh, oh, in the office like of the building. With the manager building because there was some uh, work getting done on the uh, garage. So they had collected everyone's spare keys because they needed to move around cars okay. to like repave the lot. Well, that is, that is an element to it I was unaware of. They, so you do you do have a backup key uh, and you just simply could not access it. <laughs> oh yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many days missing? And uh, when did you finally, or right. where did you finally Saturday, find it? Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. 
day, Monday. My whole plan yesterday was to like go home, at least get the backup key. I didn't even get home until after the office is closed. I mean, technically, so I, technically, it would be from Tuesday. You said you got home from work. I'm, I'm sorry, Wednesday. So it would be it would be missing since Wednesday if you didn't even. Yeah, we went to Dr. Mike, so we drove up there. Oh, okay. Um, so Wednesday afternoon on. Okay. Just gone. Missing. Right. So uh, I, when I got home yesterday, the office was closed, too. So I walked in the house so frustrated, <laughs> and I was so mad. And I look at Matt, and he's like, we're going to find this. We're going to find this. And he actually, at some point, I don't know if his idea was to, like, literally search from, like, the bottom up, but he, like, got down on the floor okay. and was, like, checking the floor and looking around, and I was like, I don't know what you're doing. And then he picks, I want a divorce. He <laughs> picked, it probably could get it annulled at this point, right? It's only been a couple months. Right, right, yeah. um, so he picks up shoes. He picks up the shoes that I had just taken off, and I was, like, a little frustrated. I was like, why the hell is he looking in those shoes? I just took them off. Okay. And then I look to my left. Okay. In another pair of shoes, and the key was sitting in there. <laughs> oh my god! It had fallen oh. into a pair of shoes that were under my dishwasher. <laughs> they were just like sitting there. That's kind of the spot when I walk in, I'll slide them off. Yeah, it fell down. Fell in into your shoes for four four days. Oh man! And these are shoes of Keith Herring high tops, <laughs> just sitting there with a little keychain just hanging over the edge, and I didn't so, notice for four. Days. Matt's thoroughness paid off. Sometimes you just have to say, screw it. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking everywhere. I want a not hard target search. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but it kills me, man. I, I'm the loser of things. I, I just, you know, and, and I'm the loser of things like... Like, I'll notice 10 minutes later that something, I, I just walked in here and I set something down. What? How is it possible that it's not right where I thought I put it? You it, know what I mean? It's it the way your, your mind processes things a lot of times, and, and it is ultimately frustrating. But I want to throw this out there to people listening. What is something that you have misplaced or lost, and then the longest stretch of time before you found it again? Because there can be something like Kathy or, or like Marissa. So it's your car keys, man. Four days. That's a long ass time mm-hmm. to be missing you your, need car your car. Keys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are other things that that might not be that uh, essential right. at that point in time that you have found a month later, <laughs> weeks later, it years later. Pisses yeah. you off. I, I, my best advice, by the way, if you are if you lose something and it's been gone for a while. Buy another one of the same thing, <laughs> and you will find. You'll the find it. Yeah. It happened to us recently. Yeah, yeah. By the way, two one five two six three WMMR. If you have the, uh, a story to share, uh, Caroline had a uh, pair of uh, bone induction wireless yeah. uh, headphones, and they're uh, they're small. You know, they're they're very. They're not like regular over the ear headphones. Or they they wrap around the back. They're thin and everything. And we've had them uh, for a while now, uh, but all of a sudden misplaced. Can't find them. Uh, and I'm like, and and uh, my family, all uh, all the kids use them, and they use them a lot. And so I'm like, eventually, I'm like, uh, okay, I'll get you a new pair. You know, they it served us well. These yeah, pairs, yes. they've been great. Blah, Goodbye, blah, blah, old blah. friend. Well, yeah. So get a new pair. Yeah. Two days later, <laughs> they're in the back seat of my car oh, somewhere. My in my car, I don't know how they ended up in my car, but they were back there. I'm like, oh, I think I found something. So we have this uh, dog that we uh, adopted, this Snoofy. This uh, uh, has beautiful coat that has to be brushed every day. My wife has this brush that we ne- haven't used in a long time. She loses the brush, can't find it. And so we're going, you know, one, two, three days, four days. <laughs> Just when she started mentioning Preston... I'm gonna I'm gonna buy another one from Amazon. I'm gonna get or at least go to maybe go to uh, Monster Patch or whatever and go go pick up another one. 
in her mind, she was framed that way. When she put those vibes out, I found the brush. No. Like, immediately. Okay. Like, <laughs> minutes after she said she was going to buy a new one. When I find myself frustrated in finding something, I honestly, I swear, I learned it from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And I hear Mr. Brady's voice saying, retrace your steps. Retrace your steps. And I try to go backwards or, or you know, to the beginning of, okay, when I got home, I went in here. Yeah. I went there. I did this and I walked through. And and several times, most of the time, you can you can find. I have been very successful. Do you know what I have used actually a couple of times, twice specifically, uh, to locate things? We have cameras in the house. And I've I've actually run back the tape. Okay. Gone back digitally. And uh, my wife had lost a pair of keys. And she swore it was in a pair of shorts that she was wearing at one point. And I said, look, look at the Zabruder film here. You were wearing different shorts. Wow. And it worked. All right. Let me go do some calls. I have Ed on the phone. Yo, Ed, good morning, brother. I actually, so I went to a, I had a banquet, uh, with my, for my fire department and I came home a little drunk and, um, <laughs> put, I, I, my wife had given me this fossil for my, for uh, my birthday or Christmas or something because we're right close to each other. And I put it in the shoes so I didn't lose it. Yeah. Like I didn't want to get damaged. I didn't want to wear it while I fell asleep because I fell asleep on the couch and I don't wear those shoes because I only wear it like when I wear my brown suit right. and I don't wear that very often. <laughs> so... I put it in there, completely forgot, put the shoes away in my closet. It was like, then I go look for this watch, and I'm like, oh, my God, I lost it. Like, I thought, I thought well, maybe I was drunk, and I lost it at the, oh the bank or something, whatever. I'm going crazy. So, like, around two years later, some formal event, probably a wedding or whatever, <laughs> I go to put the shoes on, and I am go, hey, what's, oh, my God. And I go, I completely flash back to the moment I realized that, why I did that. That's why I put it in my shoe was because I didn't want it to get damaged because it's a really nice watch. And I just, when I got up the next morning, I forgot I put it in my shoe and took my shoes away. Yeah, the, the elusive formal wear um, conundrum, I, I will find lost yes. uh, uh, lipsticks that I've been asked to hold. Um, <laughs> in the inside breast right, pocket, in the, right? In the inside yep. breast pocket. Mm-hmm. Constantly yeah. finding stuff. Uh, so, Ed, that was what, two years after? It was almost almost two years after. I mean, and I was just, I was, I searched the couch cushions. I tore the couch apart. I lifted it up. Ugh. I went, oh, maybe, you know, I was like, oh, maybe my, because my kids were like, my son was like three at the time. I'm like, maybe he took it off. And he was like, oh, I want to wear daddy's watch or, right. you know, something along those lines. And I'm like, come on. I tore his room apart. Never once thought to go, oh, maybe I put it somewhere safe, stupid. What did your wife say? Uh, she's just like, just pray about it and eventually you'll find it. So yeah. I guess eventually I did. Uh, well, years ago, well, I right. used to be, the, the rule so. used to be, Casey, you'd remember this. You pray to St. Anthony to find, oh, find yeah. lost things. Mm-hmm. I've, I, it worked once. I found a box turtle, but it has not helped me since. Oh, no, no, so, yeah. no it works all the time. Works for you, yeah. But, yep. My, I just had uh, my friend do it and uh, she was looking for a necklace that her, uh, her father passed away and it was some necklace that of his or that she, he had given her and we were like, you have to pray to St. Anthony and sure enough. I don't know. <laughs> where it is. Yeah. Yeah. So she I don't, is it in your shoes? <laughs> Do you know the actual prayer? Uh, it's not just like, hey, is Stan Anthony, 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 Anthony please yeah. brother yeah. Something yeah. is lost and cannot be found. Okay, you got it. That's it? Yeah. yeah. Say it again? St. Anthony, St. Anthony, please come round. Something is lost and cannot be found. Okay. All right. Over the lips, <laughs> through the gums, gums. look <laughs> out, stomach, here it comes. <laughs> there it is. No. Um, Wait, quick side note yes. about uh, things like that, St. Anthony. I'm taking out my planters, my fall stuff, and putting in my Christmas stuff, and I find a wooden cross 
in, stuck in my planter. I know it's my mother. I, mean, I know she's it's going around doing this unbeknownst to you, bearing oh, crucifixes. Preston, there's on my front door. If you open, I don't know when she did it. In like the dust on my front door is a cross. She wrote a cross in the in the dust. Uh, she, you have any, okay. she have any crosses hanging in your house? She just like it'll be. I'll see it on the side of my car sometimes. Like wow. she just blesses. The, That's kind of creepy to keep us. She's safe. like the nun. No, yeah, she yeah, puts yeah. she puts the blood of Jesus over us so that yeah. we're safe. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love so when people put blood say, on me. Spirito Sancto Matos, hey. Uh, let me go to... <laughs> Protect my daughter. She does activities. We're going to go to Jamie on the line next. Hey, Jamie, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Jamie? So, my husband's leaving for work one morning and looks down and can't find his wedding ring. And he swears he put it on. So, we... Look everywhere. We look in his car. He has to work. Weeks go by. He's just about to put a claim into the insurance company. He's getting ready for work. Goes into the fridge to take out clementines to go to for his lunch. <laughs> and it was the last clementine. So he takes the bag. The clementines were in to throw them out, and something hits the floor. It was the wedding ring. <laughs> so what, what wow. was it? Well, those are like mesh bags. Yeah, is that what happened? So it might have caught on the mesh and slipped into the bag. That must be what happened. We, we were just dumbfounded that <laughs> that's where it ended up. Because he, he's like, I swear I put it on this morning. I don't know where it could be. I, it, it always freaks you out because you see that commercial where the guy is, you that's know, the funny. senior couple. And then and the yeah. guy the, the guy's, finds his wife's keys in the refrigerator. And he's like, oh, no, she's <laughs> slipping down that. Right. And then, oh, no. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, here's a text. There are a number, a number of, of wedding ring uh, yeah. stories. Uh, this says, my wedding band came off when I was in the shower, went down the drain. Oh. We tore apart all the pipes, try and find it. It was gone. But about four years <gasps> later, we had to renovate our bathroom. Oh, my gosh. And we found it in the main sewer pipe in the basement. Wow. Yeah, that was a stroke of luck. Press, did your friend ever find his wedding ring that he tossed in the that ocean? That he threw in the ocean? No. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he he didn't find his phone one? either yeah. after oh, his wife oh. was pissed off at him that he lost it in the ocean. He threw that in the ocean. Press, he was eating some mahi-mahi. Never found it. <laughs> yeah. He rocketed it off a balcony in the ocean. <laughs> one of my favorite moments ever. <laughs> it was a great throw. What about his real- phone? Did it he was- do his phone, too? That's what I said. Yeah. I thought it was a wedding ring. No, no, no. no. So the what? wedding ring came off in, on the, the catamaran. Oh. Uh, and then when we got back to the hotel, he called his wife to tell her, and it was uh, he was on the cell phone, and she was not having it. Right. And, he, and we were, our, we were, our suite was overlooking a cliff over the ocean, and he rocketed that thing through the room, out the gla- sliding glass door, into the He ocean. was a shortstop, right? Or, or a, a pitcher. Third ba- pitcher? He okay, a pitcher. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. got good aim and stuff. Yep. Uh, my younger brother, same thing happened to him with his wedding ring. It fell off at an eagle's tailgate, and it just went missing. Like, it fell out into... Because we... Uh, the FDR Park, it was, it was in the grass. A year later, he wasn't even there. A year later, these people that we tailgate with found the ring in the grass. No kidding. Yes. I just thought of him now, but I found something in my poop. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you're just tuning in, Marissa lost her keys for four days, her car keys, and uh, hence we're uh, taking uh, calls on this. I'm going to go to uh, Angie next. Hi, Angie. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Angie? Hi. I lost all of my wedding rings for like a year and um, I have this big pin that I, I just throw all my extra change in and I was like oh let me just count the change and everything and I'm sifting through and there are my wedding rings. How many wedding rings do you have? Well two. Just oh, to- the band oh, and the engagement. I got right, you. Okay. Right. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happened was the last time I 
counted my change. Yeah. Um, I took my rings off so they wouldn't get dirty and whatever. And leftover change was there. I scooped it up and just threw it back in. Oh, there you, there go. you go. There you go. There you go. How, how, how quickly, Angie, did you realize they were missing? Like the next day and, and then you began the search? Yeah, kind of like the next day. Because I take them off when I like wash dishes or whatnot. Yeah, so happens all the time. had knocked them in the trash can. But, Cassie, I said that St. Anthony prayer 25,000 times a day <laughs> until I actually found them. There you go. And look at that. It only they, took him a year. It only it took worked. a year. <laughs> yeah. I'm he's, working on it. He's got, he's got a list, all right, man? Hey. Dude's got things to do. All right, thank you, For Angie. Christ's sake, and he's right here. I'm going to go. <laughs> Listen, I, I do have to, like, take a deep breath. Like, when you misplace something or you oh lose something God. and how frustrating it can be, you have to, like, calm yourself down. And whether St. Anthony works or not, like, I feel like that prayer just That's probably part of what it does. It takes a moment to, to focus and get your mind on something else and clear your mind. I, I have a feeling yeah. that's what that does. I'm going to go to Jordan, who's on the line. Jordan, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, Jordan? Okay, so... So my husband likes to work on Jeeps okay. and his first wedding band had shattered. So I got him a nice wedding band to replace it with our wedding song engraved on the inside. And I got him, you know, the rubber wedding bands to wear when he was working on the Jeep. So he was working on the Jeep and he took off his wedding band. Not the rubber one, the nice new one that had our wedding song engraved. And he had it on the back of his tailgate. Well, after he finished working on the Jeep, he drove off, not putting his wedding band back on. (laughs) The wedding band was gone. He searched the driveway. He searched all around, couldn't find it. So months later, I'm walking up the street to meet him at a restaurant to get some food and a drink. And I look down on the side of the road, three blocks up from my house, and I say, oh, there's something shiny here. No way. I pick it up, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's the wedding band. So I walk in, and he's sitting at the bar, and he's having some food and a drink. And I go, hey, hon, guess what I just found? (gasps) Wow. It's amazing. there it was, the wedding band, three months later, found on the side of the road. The, the odds are so staggeringly wow. against I, that. And he was so happy. And now he doesn't wear it on his finger anymore because of working on Jeeps and right. stuff. Now he just wears it his penis. on a chain around his neck. So he oh, doesn't. A chain on his penis. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, let okay. me ask you, what's your wedding song? <laughs> um, Keith, you'll like this. It's Waste by Fish. Oh, my Sufficient God. Sufficient fan. Yeah. I oh. love you guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> All right. And thank, Preston thank you, just said, Clear Your Mind two seconds ago. And that was the last fish song that I listened to this morning. Before oh, the show started. That's crazy. Uh, should, we do, should we do an hour-long fish uh, we marathon? Probably this should. Yeah. Don't pray yeah. to St. Anthony. Pray to fish. Yeah. By the way, if you are living in the Collegeville area uh, and you have a metal detector, you might want to go take that <laughs> over to the Berman Museum of Art on Ursinus College's campus. You might find a diamond earring there that my mom lost on my graduation day. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. She had gotten her ears pierced just for those. It was an anniversary. For those, just for those earrings. Just for those earrings. Wow. And then she lost one. That sucks. All right. Somebody has also a car key uh, story along the lines of Marissa. I'm going to go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Jen? Good. Long time listener, first time caller. Oh, <laughs> we're happy for you, Jen. Woo-doggy. Thank you. Hang on. We'll give you a. There's a woo doggy for you. <laughs> Thank you. What's up, Jen? So I've lost my car keys. We were, um, oh my gosh, it was my kids were little. I had a minivan. 
it was back when you actually had a key to start your car and it was filled with all of those like, you know, grocery store tags and keychains and like so much bigger. And um, I lost it, couldn't find it. We looked everywhere. I mean, had the house torn apart. It was Christmas time. Just forgot about it. Luckily had the spare key and went about my way. And uh, a year later, getting out the Christmas stuff the next year, open up a box and there are my car keys. You had packed it away with the Christmas stuff. Exactly. I bet you that happens a lot to missing items because you put yep. these things away. Yep. You open up, it's right next to that cat you were missing. <laughs> and there's oh. no way you're going to go back yeah. through all that crap. No. no. Yes. I mean, something. I did not find a cat. I did not find uh, a cat. But you know what? I did find my car keys. Did you, did you, I'm sorry to interrupt, no. Steve. Did you still have the car? No. Oh, I did, yes. No, oh, no, no, oh, you no, did. No, okay. No. All right, all right, yeah. all right. So, now I'm like, oh God, no! Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> right. Decorations Thanks, or John. or like formal wear that you you know yeah, all stuff, of that you stuff. Use that yeah, often. you put it away. Yeah, yeah. But Steve, you're right. I will sometimes I'll put away a suit. Yeah, and and I will think that I've gotten everything out of the pocket. Right. And then the next time I put it on, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that person Lipstick, died. Yeah. I've got their little <laughs> memorial right. card yeah. in my. And my oh, he died again. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he died again. That's the same thing. Like winter jackets. You, you know, yeah. you kind of. It's like you know, like you never know when. It's uh, kind of when, a surprise when the last time you're going to pick your child up. You know, you never know the last time you're going to put your winter jacket on for the season. So sometimes you end up leaving stuff in your pockets. Yeah, it looks like I went skiing a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick, after after Chelsea had our dog and, and we, we, you know, we had to put it down a, a, a while ago. Uh, I yeah, I took out my, one of my winter coats and the one pocket was filled with dog treats. Oh, <laughs> hey, here's something to do for yourself, okay? When we start to get towards spring and things start to warm up, your winter coat, before you put it away, slip a $10 bill in one yeah, of those yeah. yeah. And elude. You will completely forget about it. Yeah, and no then surprise. When you, when you pop it back on, you're like, hey! Or, like, it'll... Well, what? Now I'll remember, right? I'll remember that there's $10 in there, and then I'll need 10 bucks, and I'll be like, oh, I know where to get <laughs> Do you know book. what, what uh, Claire does? She does um, what she calls hidden 20s. Yeah, so it, it, just in case. So she has her little areas. The trick is sometimes you might forget where those hidden totally. 20s are. Yeah, yeah. But then it becomes bonus like, 20. Found yeah. money. Later on, yeah. yeah. All right, let me go to Anthony. Anthony, good morning. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. Thanks for calling in. What's up? All right, so I had two different bachelor parties, uh, two different groups of friends and uh, down in A.C., and uh, I drove down there, you know, I had my nice clothes um, for the night, uh, you know, to get dressed. So, the day, like, the one group was during the day, so we start drinking early. And uh, long story short, later on, I went to val- I went to park my car at a different casino, and uh, I must have valeted it. So then, uh, the next morning I wake up, I go to the first casino, that's where I thought I parked. <laughs> And I couldn't find it. I reported, I reported it stolen to That's the Atlantic great. City Police. Yes. You know how many and, calls uh, they probably get like that. Uh-huh. And I had to go. I went. I had my girlfriend come get me. I drove home. I got to get a new car. I had to get new tools because I'm in the carpenters union, and oh, all my tools stop. were in the trunk. And about a year later, stop. I, you know, I checked my voicemail, and it's the uh, like the, the whoever tows your cars in Atlantic City had my car so i called my dad to take me down and he go he uh, said some curse words at me and he's like i bet you forgot it down there yeah 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 whatever so we go down there and the valet stickers over the mirror my hose my clothes are still hung up in the back seat from like a year ago oh my god so you got a new car you got a new car car. 
long story short, I stopped drinking. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So you replaced well, your you. car, your tools, everything. <laughs> reported it. You reported everything. it stolen. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask this, Anthony. Once you got back to that car, did you have to go through the police and and and? Well, I had, yeah, they wanted, like, you know, thousands of dollars because it was there for so long, like, X amount of day. Keep it. And then I started arguing with the guy. My dad kind of pulled me away because he's much more... Level-headed, level yeah. yeah. And uh, we only had to end up paying, uh, you know, a couple of dollars, and then we had to go get a battery because it wouldn't start, and it was just a whole, a Did you whole sell it? situation. Did you end up selling it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I kept the new car I got. I sold that one because obviously in my mind yeah. at the time. Did you leave it reported as stolen? <laughs> did you leave it reported as stolen or did you have that corrected? Oh, hey, I had to have that. I had that corrected. All right. But, yeah, all right. You know, I'm in the police station swearing it was stolen. <laughs> Meanwhile, my drunk butt was uh, just stupid and totally forgot I valeted it. So, Anthony, <laughs> let, me, let me throw this out to everyone. Oh, Here's what you do. the best. Put an Thanks. Apple AirTag in your car. Yes. yes. I have a couple in my car. Just throw it in your car. Yeah. Yeah, Easy. It's, a good, it's a good idea, yeah. definitely. Uh, let me see. We have time for just a couple more. Uh, this one sounds interesting. I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning to you. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy, what's up? Hey, so uh, when I was 17, we got a summer shore house for the year, and uh, it was one of the first times I had ever partaken in the devil's lettuce. <laughs> okay, the and, devil's uh, lettuce. We had some uh, some other guys that were friends with girls we knew that didn't like us very much. And uh, they were banging on our door, and I thought they were going to, you know, come in. So in my paranoid state, I hid my wallet in a box of Captain Crunch. No one would ever look there. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it stayed there for probably two and a half months. I had a cash Dude. job down there, so I didn't need it. And I just kind of hoped it would turn up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we were cleaning up the shore house at the end of the summer, I put my hand on the box, and it all came back to me. I guess nobody was a fan of Captain yeah. Crunch and didn't want to have that for like, breakfast. Yeah, there was about $250 cash in there. Though. Wow. So someone could have clearly thought that was the prize that came with Captain Crunch. Yeah. $250 bucks in pot. <sighs> Best prize I ever got. That's classic. All right. Wow. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, man. I got a kazoo last time. All right. Let me go to one more, and then we'll take a break. I have uh, Betsy, who will get on next. Hi, Betsy. Good morning. Morning, it. Morning to see you, Betsy. What's up? <laughs> so... Um, when my daughter was like, it's like seven, eight years ago, she lost a ring that her father had given her that he had made when he was in college. Wow. Okay. And we had been packing up clothes, like in bags to donate in one of those bins. Mm -hmm. And we thought for sure it fell off when she was doing that. But we searched our entire, like the living room, her bedroom, everywhere. Could not find it anywhere. And I, we were like, it had to have fallen off in the bag. And we kind of gave up on it. Okay. About a year ago, <laughs> I took her on a college visit. <laughs> and while we were on the college visit, my younger child um, lost an AirPod in the car. Okay. So we're searching. I, I said, when we get back from the college visit, I'll look in the car. It's got to be there. Where else could it be? <laughs> I'm searching all around the, the car underneath the seat. And I find the ring. So here you are searching for something else, and you find something that was lost for seven years. <laughs> yep. Oh my God! Didn't you, you never thought to look under the seats? 
I, we we never thought it was in the car. Uh, I guess it, it makes total sense because yeah. you're you're doing this you're doing this motion where you're packing this stuff. It's yeah. going in bags. This thing turns up missing. Clearly, we we donated this and yeah. it's gone. You know yeah. that you didn't and, even think yeah. to look elsewhere. Oh, that, that fear of of when you oh. think you've thrown something in, and, and we've had stories about that where people have inadvertently donated brand new things or donated stuff that yeah. that you know. I remember uh, uh, this is tangential Thanks, to it, Betsy. but I just bought a a, a, a bow. You know, an archer's bow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, it was in the closet. It was actually in the garage. My father decided to have a half-assed yard sale. (laughs) Sold my brand new bow. I'm like, what? I threw away my ex-wife's engagement ring one time. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, but also where she kept it was a little odd. Yeah, yeah. It was in the garbage. It was in the tampon box. It was in a box. Yeah, she she had gone away. And it was like a strange place to store it for a stretch. And uh, I thought... I was doing the whole family a favor by sure. cleaning out the closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this box is empty, and uh, yeah, and then like, but it took several months for her to, um, to realize to realize that oh, it was gone because she just didn't wear it that often. And yeah, oh, wow. yeah, somewhere in some uh, landfill. Uh, go digging through a tampon. All right, go get a metal detector. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to a landfill. Yeah. Uh, well, anyhow, I'm happy that, that Marissa got her keys back. Yes. yes. We thought they may have been gone for good, but no, in her shoes. <laughs> Fell into a pair of shoes that she normally doesn't wear. Thanks to the smarts of your husband. Matt was meticulous and said, let's go through everything. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that, unfortunately, and it's an arduous process, but it yields on occasion. All right, a uh, couple of things. Tattoos Day. Text the word tattoo to 39333 if you're interested him winning a floating world tattoo and piercing gift certificate for a Preston and Steve show themed tattoo and uh, a little bit after 8 o'clock Kathy's holiday activities courtesy of Acme Markets do not miss it new jingle and everything we'll be back in a moment threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, 
By the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. I hate Stevensinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do this B file thing. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Helium Comedy Club. Bring the last Philly for many years. Helium Comedy is the best comics of today and tomorrow. Live every week. And tickets and lineup are available at heliumcomedy.com. All right, let's be- begin with this. Swedish cross-country skier, Callie Halfresson, experienced an unusual but not unheard of consequence of competing in icy temperatures in Finland on the weekend. After taking part in the 20-kilometer World Cup event in Ruk. Haverson said that he had to take shelter in the warmth after sustaining a frozen penis. A frozen penis? Yes. Temperatures dropped to a chilly five degrees Fahrenheit at the start of the race. Uh, he had said... Are they replacing fudgy wudgy bars? He said, I have frozen my penis for real. He said, for real. He said, damn. I had to lie there in the athlete's tent for ten minutes to warm up. It hurts so damn much, it's terrible. Nurse, can you warm this up? Hafferson has suffered the same injury before, but thankfully the 34-year-old was able to see the funny side of this time around, adding, it's lucky that I'm about to have my second child because it's going to be difficult in the future I'm going to continue if I'm going to continue like this. Cross-country skiers who normally compete in skin-tight racing suits yes. and thin underlayers can be particularly susceptible to chilly extremities. At the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing, Finland's Remy Lindholm suffered from a frozen penis and needed to apply a heat pack to the affected area at the end of a 50-kilometer mass start race. Would you get pins and needles in your penis? Is it? Yeah. Right, right? Leading home, mm. like Halverson. What about your nuts? Had also previously experienced a frozen penis <laughs> while competing in Ruka. There was no word on no the word nuts. No word on the nuts. Asked if he could describe the sensation. Halverson said no. Those who know, they know. But here's a tip from me. Stay away from it because it is the worst thing you can experience. I think you're part of a club now. In fact, Prince Harry also revealed in his autobiography that he was suffering from a frostbitten penis at his brother William's wedding to Cape Middleton following an expedition to the North Pole in 2011. Father, I have a frozen penis. So it's happened on a number of Jeeves, make sure this heats up. All right, a shocked woman brought new meaning to Christmas prayers after a biblical plague of praying mantises infested her holiday pine mm-hmm. ahead of the Yuletide. Kathy, we were talking about this. Uh, trees infested with bugs. I know. And a <laughs> Opening photo compilation shows the woman's Christmas tree whose branches are teeming with baby praying mantises. Oh, my God. In light of the infestation, Andrea had warned viewers to beware of the trees. One of the commenters uh, in the post had recounted a chilling tale of venomous arachnids colonizing God, their trees. She God. said, mine was filled with brown recluse spiders no. with a bunch of babies. And it's got a sad story to it. She said, my whole house was covered and my puppy was bitten on his nose and died oh within two God. hours. Wait, Case, didn't you have spiders one year? No, it was aphids. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, and, and we haven't had a real tree since, but it was... 
infested. Unfortunately, it's not uncommon for mantises to set up shop in people's Christmas trees, yeah. but the predatory bugs are known to lay their eggs on a variety of plants, including Christmas conifers, which could possibly shelter from the frigid winter weather and <gasps> even predators. <laughs> Due to the warm temperatures inside of the house, the, the uh, mantids will think that it's springtime and start to hatch. Well, that happened to my brother. My brother and sister-in-law. Yep, they had the praying mantis, and she said there were baby praying mantis all over her ceiling, her window, the windowsill. She said it was awful. She made him take the tree out and obviously threw it out early. Justin, you and I have a particular... They freak me out. They they freak me out. They're huge, and they're scary looking, and uh, the females eat the males' heads when they make love. And And they uh, catch birds out of the air. Uh, each egg sac, known as an uthake, can contain up to 200 eggs, by the way. It's uh, either the uthake or the digfer. Uh, the uthake are generally light brown, about an inch and a half long, and resemble a glob of drywall insulation foam. So they say, look for that. It actually looks like a brownie. If you're getting a tree. So, An Australian crocodile egg hunter was killed after the helicopter he was dangling from ran out of fuel mid-flight. So he's a crocodile egg hunter, and he's hanging from a helicopter? That is correct. Because those are flying alligators? No, no, that's how you go in to get the eggs from the... Oh, I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah, so the pilot... Of the Robinson R-44 helicopter had apparently been using cocaine the days before the accident and likely failed to refuel as planned during the outing. Give me a pilot. Make sure he's coked up. The crocodile egg collector, Outback Wrangler television series personality Chris Wilson had been attached to the helicopter from a 100-foot line when the disaster struck. Uh, when the fuel ran out and the helicopter fell, the pilot released the egg collector above a likely survivable height, fatally injuring him. So not so survivable. I guess not. Yeah, soon after... Yeah, Judged. The fatally injured egg collector was found on the ground still wearing a harness and line which had been disconnected from the aircraft. The pilot lay beside the helicopter with serious injuries. Investigators yeah. say the pilot had failed to notice dropping fuel before the tank ran dry. God. They found the pilot's exposure to cocaine within the previous few days increased the likelihood of fatigue, depression, and inattention. However, there was insufficient evidence to determine whether these effects occurred. Uh, three people have since been charged in relation to the incident. All right, then we'll do one. One more, uh, and this involves a, an aircraft as well. An American Airlines plane had taken a U-turn mid-flight and landed abruptly due to a mechanical issue. One apparent customer claimed that the workers were holding a cracked door shut when the nightmarish flight returned to Los Angeles on Friday. Uh, she said, American Airlines had to deplane us, and my boss heard the flight attendant say that there was a crack in the door, and they had to physically hold the door closed while they turned the plane back. Uh, they had reached out, the a publication reached out to American Airlines, confirmed that the flight to Mexico City returned due to a possible mechanical issue. Spokesperson said the aircraft landed safely, taxied to the gate before departing uh, hours later. Those things should stay on, right? American Airlines did not comment <laughs> on workers reportedly holding the plane door Shut. I don't even know if that's possible or not because it's pressurized. Right. Knows, but uh, we've heard stories of people opening up doors of planes in flight. And I thought that was something that was impossible. Yeah, I don't know. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. We'll take a break. And then it happens when oh. we return. Brought to you by Acme Markets. Kathy Romano's holiday activities. Woo! It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with it. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link, the legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's third. 
13 days of the Stones. Your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day. And the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night, a show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. It is like this was meant to be because we are getting reports... Of flurries in the western suburbs. Ah. And just in time to spread the holiday cheer and the activities for all to hear. Uh, there is a special song to uh, begin this whole thing, but I just want to say thank you to Acme Markets Fresh Foods Local Flavors for sponsoring Kathy's Holiday Activities. And now, Kyle Mack with our new jingle, Here We Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I- Nothing longing for activities, staring out the window, wondering of all the possibilities. But now the time is finally here. Listen, bring us all some cheer. So listen carefully. Kathy's got a new list this year, and it's better than the rest. Fun things for the
single that he put together, Kyle Mack. Beautiful. Teamed this up, and we've got a lot of things to get to. Wait, real quick. What was the inflating in the pants? I missed he's, that he's line. Getting, uh, a rat. He's getting a right, chub. But, yeah. what, but what was uh, For the lights on the Christmas trees. The lights on, is the, 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 lights okay. on all the, the, the trees in the villages in the area. Okay. So, All right, Kathy, how many items on our list this year? So I keep it to 10. Okay. Uh, we have a few little bonuses at the end that I'll quickly go through, but it's 10 main things on the list this right. year. And a reminder again, brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Let's get holiday. Oh, these are on the same thing, Case. Holiday activity number one. I want to be able oh, to hit this. Hang on a second. No, yeah, we can't do it. All right, okay. I, I'll, I'll queue up somewhere else. Then. All right, thank you. Okay, All right. so yeah. we'll start. Yes, we'll yes. start with the first one on the list. Um, it was something that we tried in the fall, and it worked really well. So I brought it to uh, the Christmas list, and it's an exclusive, a Kathy Romano uh, holiday activities workshop exclusive. And the reason I do this is because a lot of times I'll find like awesome things that that people can do, but they're very popular that they get sold out. So yes. I, I don't want to put it on the list if it is going to be sold out before we even do the so list. So it's almost a non-starter. So this is a workshop that we're going to do. It's just going to be for our listeners. The only way you can sign up is if you go to PrestonandSteve.com. The link is there and you can sign up right there. Now, I'm, I can't say that it's not going to fill up quickly, but at least it's only open to our listeners. It's okay. not open to the general public. And it's an ornament making workshop. Ooh. So we're going to make, yes, we're going to make ornaments, but it's not just like decorating and putting the little hook on. We're actually going to do glass blowing and make ornaments. Shut oh. up. Yes. Blowing and hooking. Dude. <laughs> Isn't that so what? cool? Where is this taking place? So the Nishamini Brewing Company is hosting the Kathy's Holiday wow. Activities exclusive glass blown ornament workshop. I always wanted to try that. It's on Saturday, December 9th. We're going to use the prefabricated glass tubes and a torch. Now, uh, so the woman who runs this is Leanne. She is from Magic Art Studio. She guides you through the whole process. She, she says you don't need to have experience. She will walk you through it. But she says if you've never done it before, don't expect to leave with like a perfectly round ornament. Right. We're going to have some funky shaped ornaments, but that's okay. All right. I love that. Yeah, Excellent. it's going to take about an hour and a half, they said, from start to finish. There is time where the ornaments need to cool. So while it's cooling, you can, you know, go uh, get a flight. You can, you know, have some beer. You can enjoy. And actually, that same day, uh, the Nishamini Brewing Company is having their holiday party. So there'll be a food truck there. Santa's going to be there. There's going to be music. There'll be, um, uh, I think they're doing like a cookie decorating, some other activities as well. And that's going to be all day long. So even if you don't get in on this class, if you want to come out, uh, they're having a full holiday party that day. So that's awesome. So you, you, you get to make your own ornaments. But if, again, if you don't get in on this, you can just go and, and, and be a part of it. Yeah. You uh, can. And, and how many how many spots are available? So it's a decent amount of spots. She does it um, every hour and uh, we have each hour open. I, I think it go, it starts at like noon and goes until the evening. So uh, you can go to the, you know, go to the link and sign up for whatever hour works best for you and she kind of like staggers it so people's ornaments can cool and other people cool. can start creating there, them. There are but people who go who, who love to, the whole glass blowing thing is their main hobby. They yeah. love doing it. But it is, it's a whole afternoon um, of ornament making. So you can uh, check that out and sign up. But that's, yeah, the Ornament Making Workshop at the Chamonix Brewing Company. Yeah. All right. Activity number two. Activity number two is a grand holiday debut. This is the first time it's being done, and it's Yuletide at Devon. Uh, it is a, a whole holiday um, just extravaganza, and it's at the Devon Horse Show and Country Fairgrounds in Devon. Uh, the holiday festival will blend a traditional European Christmas. They're going to have live music. Uh, they're focusing a lot on the food, so it's farm-to-table food, uh, and it's slated to run until December 31st. I went through this. It was not fully set up. When 
when I went through it. So I didn't get, I, I mean, I got enough of an experience to see what it was. I didn't get the full experience, but going through it, like, really brought the holiday cheer to me. And, I love that. And I was like, why has this not been done before? Like, I could, it's such a perfect setting. Mm. I couldn't believe that nobody thought of this before. Huh. Kathy, I drove past it last night on 30 uh, right in Devon, and it looks awesome. I haven't been inside yet, but just the, the lights from the outside, yeah. it looks really, really cool. And it's nice that they're using the Devon Horse Show grounds for something like this in, in the wintertime. Yep. So, so, so like you, the you walk around and it, it's yep. all... You, so you walk around, all the little huts um, are occupied with small businesses people have set up. Um, two of my favorites that if you do go, I mean, all of them looked great, but two of my favorites were Studio Flora Shop and the Home for Hungry Hut. You can, you'll find both of them. If you want to go there and get like your Instagram photo, those two are so beautifully decorated. You'll absolutely be able to get a great photo. Um, they have trees that are lined up. There's uh, real trees and artificial trees. It's kind of like a walkway. You walk through all of the trees that are lit. There's a fire pit off to the side. You can sit, relax, and then they have um, a ski chalet in the back and uh, the Santa is in there. They have it really nicely lit. It has like some old school um, toys. Like oh, Santa, really? Yeah, like the toy uh. chests are, you know, really old school. But you can go, you get your picture with Santa. The picture with Santa is free, and then they'll give uh, you know your kids some candy canes before they leave. But uh, this one is, I, I feel like if, if, if you like this stuff, you want to get out, you want to do a holiday activity, this one is new, but I feel like you have to do this one. And, and this this is a must-do. The food you say is like like, like yeah, they're, they're top, re- top stuff. They're, they're really focusing on the food, so what we tasted when we were there was excellent. Awesome. Alright, let's do another. Holiday activities! Here we go. Number three. So this next one is Screaming Girls Night Out. Okay. Well, I'm on board. So known for their luxury and elegance, the Ritz-Carlton Philadelphia is creating uh, this all-pink holiday activity. So it's a dazzling all-pink experience. Uh, It's inside the original bank vault at the Ritz-Carlton, and it's located uh, Ritz-Carlton on on Broad Street, Street, uh, 10 Avenue of the Arts. So uh, it's an Instagram-worthy pop-up pop-up bar but it sort of has like a speakeasy ambience to it. Um, the unique holiday wonderland features floor-to-ceiling pink tinsel, glittering garland, and dazzling ornaments. So you have to make a reservation for this one. So this is one where you want you grab your girlfriends. We already made our reservation. You go for uh, your reservations for 75 minutes, uh, and the price that you pay comes with the drink, comes with some snacks, uh, and obviously you can take tons and tons of photos, but it's just like girls' night out, all pink. You know, wear your pink, come take photos. It's going to be all over Instagram. Instagram. Uh, you must be 21 or older to go to this event, and you do have to purchase tickets ahead of time. We're looking at this picture. It's like uh, pink cocktails, pink cotton candy, pink maroon, uh, macaroons, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, everything is pink on this. That's uh, kind of a Barbie vibe to it, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Ver- very much so. And I think that's probably where, uh, you know, what inspired them to do it and a lot of these, you know, pop-ups. It's inside? Yeah, it's inside. Okay, so it's all pink on the inside. Uh-huh. It's all pink on the inside. <laughs> all right, here we go. Holiday activities. Number four. Number four is the Santa Claus special in in Jim Thorpe. So this is uh, this year's holiday train ride recommendation. Uh, This is the most scenic of the holiday train rides. Uh, You'll enjoy views of the gorgeous Lehigh Gorge while enjoying a festive atmosphere inside the cars. The train conductor, you know, a lot of these these holiday train rides, you know, similar. The train conductor will come by, give treats to the kids. Santa will visit uh, each car so the kids will be able to talk to Santa, get a picture with Santa. Uh, The train ride goes for about
about 70 minutes. Uh, and then during the week between Christmas and New Year's, if you don't get to ride uh, before Christmas, they are celebrating the last days of the year and you can enjoy a ride with your favorite winter characters. Um, so that's really cool too. If, if you know, if you're not going to get out there uh, before Christmas, they are going to run that. It'll be slightly different. These things are a blast. Yeah, They're so friggin' awesome. So much fun. And you guys know, Steve and I talk about Colebrookdale Railroad. I found that a few years ago. I'm doing it in two weeks. I don't know how I didn't know about it before a few yeah. years ago. It's an absolutely gorgeous train ride, but there are other ones. There's the one in New Hope. There's one in Westchester. I believe that the Westchester one is completely sold out already, um, but this ride in Jim Thorpe is not sold out, and it's gorgeous. I mean, it is a gorgeous train ride. We did one year that was uh, it was like a Glen Mills to Westchester. There was one over that way, too. Yeah, that's, that's the Westchester right. Railroad. That is yeah. the Westchester Railroad. It was okay. Seamus' yeah. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fun, right? We did that a couple of times. That's a lot of fun. Love those events. Have you guys been to Jim Thorpe before? I, no. Nick, it's really I haven't cool. been in years. I've been looking for a reason to get back it's, to it. And then, Steve, it's one of those year-round towns you can yeah. visit in the fall. Obviously, you can visit this time of year. It's really a quaint. And, uh, it, like, if you're going to go up to the Poconos and do any skiing this winter, stop by Jim Thorpe. It's really fun. Uh, and if you, yeah, if you are going to take the ride to go to this uh, Santa Claus special in the Poconos, like Nick said, you have to check out the town. They do have it completely decorated. It's sort of like a Victorian style and old-time Christmas celebration. Uh, and they start their festivities on Friday, December 1st with a tree lighting. Uh, and then the festival will continue on the weekends of the 2nd and the 3rd, the 9th and the 10th, and the 16th and the 17th. They'll have uh, strolling carolers and musicians, horse and carriage rides, plenty of family-friendly activities. And, of course, you can you know go shopping through the town of Jim Thorpe. So if you're going to go out for the train ride, make it a day and visit in, visit the town. So for this Friday, right? Uh, well, this will go through the, the weekend in is December, but the tree lighting is right. on Friday, yeah. To the fifth one now. That's right. And we're going to uh, go back to making some more crafts. Crafts! Crafts <laughs> with bespoke wreath-making workshop. Ooh, bespoke. Bespoke, uh-huh. yes. So we're going to make wreaths, and there's two opportunities for you to do this. And this is another exclusive. So they sell out their workshops. Uh, every time they post something, they sell out right away. So what they did was they secured two dates for us uh, at two separate locations, and we're going to make wreaths. We can either do it in Ambler or in Lansdale. So, so, so Kathy, you, you're there for these events, right? Yeah, so... This one, I'm going to be there for, for one event. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to be able to be at both because I'm going to be making ornaments on one day and a uh, wreath on another day. There you go. And Preston, you showed up for one of the events. Yeah. Great yeah. time, right? Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Had a good time with the gals. Yep. All right. So yep. go ahead, Kathy. All right. So we're making wreaths in the roasting room of the Wake Coffee Roasters in Ambler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll get like the coffee aromas, all the senses while you're making the beautiful wreath. <laughs> uh, this year's wreath, the style they're featuring is uh, cinnamon sticks, dried fruits, cotton, and berries, which is uh, kind of on trend for this year. Uh, Nikki and Kelly, they're the owners of Bespoke, and they will walk us through uh, creating the eye-catching wreath step-by-step, uh, and that is on Saturday... Wait, that's on... That's how you say it. Yes, Saturday... Oh. Sorry, that's Saturday, uh, December 9th at Wake Coffee Roasters, and then on Sunday, the next day, uh, December 10th at 3.30 in the afternoon, uh, we'll be at Well-Crafted Brewery, and there you can enjoy delicious beer, and you can create, uh, they'll be doing the same wreath uh, there. Now, no craft skills are required. 
All materials are provided. Like I said, uh, the owners of Bespoke will walk us through the whole thing. I mean, I've done this a number of times, so you know, I've, I have a little experience yes. in in doing these type of crafts. But you don't need to have experience if you've never done it before. Uh, it's easy, and they'll walk you through it, and you'll leave with a beautiful wreath for your Kathy door. Kathy is listed as a Faden person at the Faden level, yeah, <laughs> in wreath making. Yeah. Hey, and listen, if you go to Wait Coffee Roasters um, or the Well Crafted Brewery, make sure that you tell them how much you love this Kathy's holiday activity exclusive, and they'll give you a free drink. Oh! It's a pretty sweet deal. All right, we're already halfway done. Oh, my oh. God! Slow your words a little more. Okay. Number six, here we go. Number six is the Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. So I featured Tinseltown uh, when they first opened. Uh, they started, I don't even think it was called Tinseltown, but they started in the parking lot of the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, and then during COVID, they moved out to Oaks, which I loved. I loved when it was out, out at Oaks. I thought it was great. But the reason I'm putting it back on the list again this year is because you have to see the new setup. They've moved to FDR Park, and it is Absolutely beautiful. I mean, I didn't think you were could, raving about it. I didn't think it could get any better. It did. It got way better. Um, there's 2.5 million lights, so they've been able. I think they went from 1 million to 2.5 million. Wow, they've hell. been able to expand it because of the size of the park. I mean, it it's a it's nine acres. You went one night during campout, right? I did. Yeah. Yes, they had an opening, and I ran over there and I checked it out. Yeah. So you'll find larger than life sculptures, a 60 foot light tunnel, Santa's sleigh. They have all of you know the Philadelphia. Sports teams and personalities lit up in lights. Uh, plus, there's a mate. So, th- the additions that they've added that they've been able to do because they are in the park, awesome. They have an ice skating trail. So, it's not a rink where you go in a circle, it's a trail Love that, that you can skate through what? all of the holiday lights. Yeah, like that's what I'm most excited about is wow. the ice trail. That's really cool. So, we were talking to some of the powers uh, that be behind this, and obviously, it was born out of, you know, they just wanted something to do during COVID. And, yeah. And then it became this thing that suddenly took off, and now, in its current iteration, it sounds like it's going to be a perennial. And listen, I again, I really liked when it was at Oaks um, because I feel like there there's a lot to do in the city, and I like when things are kind of sprinkled around. But right. moving it to FDR Park, I think really the good was, move. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a good move. Um, they also added a 160 foot long slide. There's four of them. Uh, people of all ages can ride them. Uh, they have the Tinsel Lodge where you can grab a treat, you can grab cocktails, and they actually have like a full bar outside so you can go up, <laughs> grab a drink. Uh, they like fire pits and stuff too, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Yep, they've got fire pits. They have, um, they actually have a great Santa's workshop. So if you want a picture with Santa, uh, do it at Tinseltown. They have a great one. And then they also have Mrs. Claus's reading room where you can go in and the kids can sit down. They have little benches set up. The kids can sit down and listen to Mrs. Claus while she reads you a story. Nice. All right, next. Holiday activities. All right, this actually, is number seven. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I forgot. Uh, it's when you, people oh, worry. code? It's okay. People, yeah, people worry about parking when you go to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be able to park in the Novacare complex. It is $12 to park. However, I have a coupon what? code for you to Ooh. save some money. You can save 20% off of tickets. Just use the coupon code Kathy20 and all of that information on PrestonandSteve.com if you forget it. All right, let me hit this again. Activities. Now number seven. Okay, now number seven. It's the Brandywine Christmas Village. It's an outdoor oasis at the Riverside Seasonal Beer Garden Brothers on the Brandywine. The beer garden is completely transformed 
transform into, Steve, a Hallmark Christmas oh. dream. Oh, Steve. <laughs> a Hallmark! That's right up your alley. So it's Christmas. I'm going to cry. It's Christmas lights, fire pits, food trucks, activities. Uh, there's crafts for the kids. There's s'mores, hot chocolate. They're going to have bounce houses. Coco? You, you can take your own photo with Santa. So they have a whole setup. Santa sits there, and you take your own photos. Excellent. Oh, well, that's nice, because yeah. a lot of times yes. you have to pay yeah. for all the, the prints and everything, but you can take your own photo with Santa. You I can like take that. your own photo with Santa. Yeah, right. that's perfect. And uh, for the adults, there's delicious craft beer, hard seltzers, wine and cider. They'll have live music. And then they have a shopping experience there as well. So there'll be a number of local retail vendors that'll be there set up. You can get some, you know, cool, unique gifts for people. Steve, they've got seltzers and cider. Seltzers and ciders and yes. cocoa. Yes. Just like Hallmark. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's and t- there's love. It's $10 to enter, but once you're in there, uh, you get all that they have to offer. Uh, it is outside, Case. This one's outdoor. Kathy, okay. I'm going to go there and find my Mr. Right. And it's the, yeah, <laughs> seriously, I know. I, just the fact that they used a Hallmark Christmas dream, I was like, you, yeah, you no. guys are in. That's it. Uh, so this is the Brandywine Christmas Village. Uh, and just, uh, you know, if you get a nice day, it's, you know, starting to get a little chilly. But if you get uh, a nice day where it's not too cold, this will be perfect. All right. On to the next. We are now on to number eight. Okay, so this is another one where you're you're going to visit just sort of like an outdoor uh, fun thing to do during the holidays. But the reason I included it is because it's a place that I used to love to go. And I saw it sort of like dip down over the years. And I cannot believe over the past few years how it has been brought back up and is such a cool place to go. Uh, but it's the holiday season at Suburban Square. So Ardmore Suburban Square is one of the oldest shopping centers in the country, which I didn't know wow. until I, yeah, until they sent some information over to me. It just looks so like new, new scale. New, and, yeah, ish, wow. Ish. Case, yeah. be- that's because they, they did all these renovations. They had, you know, it started to, to go downhill. Like it wasn't great. It was started to, you know, it was kind of dead. Yeah. And they've holidayed it up. They, well, not only did they holidayed up, they did renovations on their shops, their restaurants. They have a beautiful courtyard now. There's more parking. And yes, now they're adding a whole uh, holiday aspect Shout to it. Shout out to Not Your Average Joe's. <laughs> um, One of my favorite restaurants. Huh? So uh, this holiday season, they're celebrating Saturdays with Santa and then snow at the square. So every Saturday in December, you can visit with Santa in the winter wonderland. Uh, there'll be sweet treats. There's a letter writing station so the kids can write their letter and then drop it off to the Santa Express post office. Uh, you can browse handmade holiday gifts and local vendors. Plus, families can experience a magic, uh, the magic of a snowy winter wonderland, which is an artificial snow show on the lawn at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 3 o'clock. There'll be holiday music uh, and just a lot happening in Suburban Square for the holiday season. Have, have you guys seen the area that they've yeah. done? It, yes. It's really nice. Well, we've done a couple of charity events there yeah, and so it's it's really well set up. My son is 17, Steve, and uh, when I was in high school, we all liked hanging out at the King of Prussia Mall. Right. Now high school kids like hanging out at Suburban Square. Huh. So they're just there yes. all the time, uh, especially kids from, you know, um, that area. And by the way, uh, since they put in that parking garage, a uh, parking yeah. a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah much easier. Um, in exchange for your, well, not really in exchange for your photo Santa. They said you can take a photo with Santa no matter what, but what I'm saying is, in exchange for your photo with Santa, bring an unwrapped toy and donate it to Ardmore Avenue Community Center. So That's they're gonna, wonderful. Yeah, they're going to collect toys to donate this holiday season. So just bring a toy. Uh, in addition to the festivities on Saturday, uh, on Wednesday, December 6th, from 6 to 9, you can enjoy an evening of live music uh, and great food. The night will feature cocktails, wine, and food tasting from Rosa Mexicano, Lola's Garden, and De 
Paul's table. Uh, tickets have to be purchased ahead of time for that. And then on December 7th at dusk, uh, they're going to celebrate the eight days of Hanukkah with a menorah lighting. Cool. Mm. And while you're at these events at the square, another charity aspect, you can dr- drop off uh, gently used or new coats to Custom Inc. Uh, from now until December 15th from 1030 until 530 uh, for Suburban Square's coat drive. And you can help spread uh, the warmth of the season through one warm coat. I didn't realize all this was going on there. I pass it I know, all the time. Right? By the way, an update just in. <clears throat> oh, no. The ornament making oh, class no. is sold so out. Bad. Oh, my God. All the all the hours? I don't know. It's when somebody texted in. <laughs> we said, what, did we not warn? We warned. We're yeah. gonna, we warned ahead of time. Yeah. We'll look into it. Yeah. Okay, there's also wreath making on there, so don't forget about that. Wait, okay. wait. Right. Just hold up. No, no. Okay. Here we go. Holiday activities. All right, on to number nine. Okay, so this one is actually in January. It's after uh, Christmas, after New Year's, um, as the Christmas lights. Wait, Kathy, I got word it just sold out. Oh, my God. Wait, what? This one that you haven't even mentioned yet. No, 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 it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. This one one can't sell out. No, no. As the Christmas lights turn off and the holiday season winds down, for me, anyway, things, you know, you get a little like winter blues when it's all over. The lights turn off. Yeah. So you end up like Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver. Yeah. So as a remedy, I did this event last year because I was like, I'm not done. I, I don't want to be depressed with nothing. So it's the, uh, where's the name of it? It's the Fire and Frost Fun Event in Peddler's Village. Fire. Peddler's Village. Yes. The lights stay on in Peddler's Village for, for this event. So the event is held uh, in the evenings for two weekends, Friday and Saturday. So January, January 5th and 6th, and then January 11th, I'm sorry, January 12th and 13th. 5th and 6th, and then the 12th and the 13th. Um, and against the backdrop of the you know winter wonderland of Peddler's Village, you guys know the lights are beautiful yeah, there. gorgeous. And again, they keep them on for this outdoor festival. Uh, but it also is going to feature dozens of ice sculptures. They have a DJ that'll play music. They have fire pits. They have a family-friendly scavenger hunt. They'll have um, ice live ice carvings. And then they have fire performers as well, right in the center of their courtyard there. They have great shops that you can go to. And then they also have wonderful restaurants as well. So if you're going to go out there for the evening, maybe make a reservation ahead of time. You can get dinner, walk around, and see some of the performances. This note was just told, uh, handed to me. Marissa checked into this. The ornament making class is not sold out. Uh-huh. There are sometimes uh, there's there are sometimes are sold out, but there are still a few spots left. Okay, oh, okay. Do All that right. now. All right, or get it hold, on. Hold your peace. Okay, yes. great. So, no, no I, no, I was going to say, don't forget about this Peddler's Village, even though it's after the holidays. It really does. Like, love- it's just a fun thing to do uh, after everything seems to be all over and you're like, wait a minute, not yet. One I more time. I want to ring the hell out of the holidays. I want to get every last bit of it. So I love that they do stuff after this. After the holidays, yeah. yes. All right, here we go. Holiday activities. This is number 10. This is number 10. So I have the would, vapors. I will be co-hosting the Westchester Parade with 6ABC's Adam Joseph. What? This Friday, December 1st at 6.30. Stop it. Yes. So if you are in Westchester or you want to travel to Westchester, whatever it is, it is, they have really done an amazing thing with this parade. I mean, it started as a little parade years ago. This thing is huge. The whole town gets involved. Do they do that for you? Uh, no, no. Oh. Adam's been hosting it for years, and this is the first year that they've added a co-host, and they asked me to do it. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, so we'll be out there this Friday. It's Ladies starting- and gentlemen, Kathy Roboto. <laughs> like um, co-host on TV or co-host at the event? No, at the event. At, okay. Uh, yeah, Adam's going to be doing a couple of um, hits uh, in during the news, and then we're going to uh, host it at the actual parade. Uh, so the ceremonial tree lighting will take place. That's it. Start That starts off everything at 7 o'clock, or at 6.30, and then at 7 o'clock 
o'clock, the parade will start, and it features Westchester University's marching band uh, and just under 1,600 people in the parade from marching bands, dance teams, cheer squads. That's pretty big. Right? Like, the entire community, like I said, gets involved in this. And it's all part of six weekends of holiday festivities. Uh, there's thousands of lights uh, from Thanksgiving through New Year's during the Chester County Hospital Lights Up Holiday Weekends in Westchester. So you can sip, you can have some cocktails, you can make dinner reservations, you can shop uh, in downtown Westchester every weekend through the holiday season. And there's something different all month. And it includes outdoor holiday concerts. They have free photos with Santa. They have a professional gingerbread house competition. Uh, specials at the shops and businesses and lots more. <laughs> Westchester is a beautiful place to be. And uh, so if, if you're available this Friday, come out, say hi. I'll be hosting the parade that's taking what place. What time does it start? It starts at 6.30 with the tree lighting. 7 o'clock is the parade. If you can't come this wow. weekend, all of the weekends in December, uh, Westchester will be lit up beautifully and there'll be lots to do. There are only six spots left <laughs> for the uh, ornament making class. Okay. Yeah. And they may be sold out as of now. We'll have to refresh that Preston page. And they close Westchester now. Now there's are, only two left. They're getting chairs. Yeah, now there's only two spots left. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any honorable mentions this year? Yeah, I do. Let me give you a jingle. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Honorable mentions. Yeah. I'll usually mention like things from past lists, and I did get an email from someone asking for uh, previous lists saying, hey, I want to check those out too for things that I may not have done. So you can search. If you search Kathy's holiday activities and put in a year, the list will pop up. Oh, nice. Yeah, right. it's on PrestonandSteve.com. The list will <laughs> pop up, um, and you will find them. But this year's honorable mention actually goes to another brand new event, and I had to do it because uh, it is my town. Uh, it is the Conshohocken Winter Market. Uh, this is the first time they're doing this. It is this weekend. It's December 1st through the 3rd, uh, and it's just they're celebrating the holiday season in downtown Conshohocken, uh, right outside of the new Hotel Westin, Maine. Uh, there's like a, another... Well, son, happy, happy holidays! <laughs> there is a... Oh, look, it's Annabelle. <laughs> There's this really uh, nice courtyard in the Sora West uh, building there. There's a courtyard, and that's where everything's going to be held. It's a three-day market. They're going to have a, a variety of local shops come out to have gifts that you can you know, you know, can shop. They're going to do live music, holiday cocktails, of course. Mm. Uh, they're going to do a holiday movie. They're going to do Quizzo. Uh, they're going to have a wreath-making workshop there as well that you need to sign up for. Uh, and they're saying there's going to be something for everybody. Bring the kids. Bring you know anybody down. You'll find tons of stuff. Uh, it's, again, Friday through Sunday. So Friday uh, from 5 in the evening until 9. Saturday goes all day, 11 a.m. until 9 at night. And then Sunday is 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. Okay. Um, so I two, two questions here. Uh, first, where in Conshohocken is this? So, Case, it's right when you come over the Fayette Street Bridge, right? There used to be, um, well, there is still part of that old um, Washi's Firehouse. Yeah. They've mm -hmm. built a huge uh, hotel there really? and a restaurant. And there's some yeah. uh, Kathy, is that the one that has the colored lights on the side of it, like the red and green, and you know what I'm talking about. Oh yes, I do know. It what has you're a rooftop about. bar, does yeah. it not? I wasn't sure if that's the same building of the hotel or not. I think it is, Preston. Okay. I, I do think it's that the one side of that building. Okay. Steve, um, a lot of people think it's a, a rooftop. It is not rooftop. It is an outside bar. Oh, okay. And it's like right. just a few floors up. It's right. actually really cool. If it you're very tiny, it's a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it overlooks uh, the courtyard there where oh. this event is taking place. So if you do go to the hotel or the uh, restaurant.
restaurant that's there. You can probably have cocktails outside cool. and you'll see the whole event. Uh, also, we just got a text from Chuck. He says, hey, thanks a lot. I'm, I'm doing glass blowing this weekend because my wife just booked. Oh, yay. Yeah, he doesn't want to. <laughs> so but Chuck that's and Leanna coming? Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, it looks like that's sold out completely, yep. by the way. Now. Okay. Hold on. Marissa, you were gesturing. Uh, she was... My the, uh, index finger through a circle finger. No, it wasn't that. Happy anniversary, Chuck and Leanne. Oh, hey. is today their anniversary? 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, guys. Go blow some glass together. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's Let a 20, it cool down. That's yeah. a 20-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. glass. Yeah. Um, all right, so is that today, is that the full list this so year? that is the full list, and I just want to say thank you to Acme for sponsoring it. And I do this list because I genuinely love the season. I love the lights. I really do think it's a magical time of year. And I think that not everybody is as crazy as me and wants to do everything in the holiday season. So that's why I make the list. Here's a list. You can look at it, find something that's for you, and, you know, head out with the family, the kids, whoever. Was your first list you did a fall activities list or a holiday activities list? I think do you remember? It, it was fall because, okay. remember, my cousin and I would basically tour the farms in the right, area right. to, like, find, you know, different activities when our kids were smaller. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was a fall. Okay. Again, well, I've incorporated a number of things. Things from these lists into my annual activities. In fact, one I, the whole family is involved. It's the Colebrook, you know, Colebrook Railroad. Yeah, Railroad. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a staple. That's a great one. Uh, and don't forget, I do love to see when you go to these activities that I suggest. So make sure you tag me if you post anything on social media. You can email me Kathy at wmmr.com or if you tag me, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Kathy Romano. Put the show on 11. there too. All that yeah. stuff. The, the radio station. Yes, We'd please. love to see all that because I, when you tag me, then I can <clears> see <throat> the photo and I can see that you actually went out. And the full list is on PrestonandSteve.com. Filter through it. Look at all the information at the bottom. If you're looking for those previous lists, uh, they are all listed right there. You can just click on the year and it'll show you. And Kathy, as you've been delivering your full act- your uh, holiday activities, behind you, through the window, snow falling down. Oh it, my is. Gosh, it is. Oh, open up the windows, Nick. Oh my God. It's wow. a Christmas it's miracle. A miracle. full-on wow. snowing here in Bella Kenwood oh right now. That is... Dude. It's for my list. It's for Thank your you, list. Jesus your and St. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's St. Anthony. Anthony you lost your snow, you Please prayed, and, and you found it. Oh it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas yeah. miracle! Yeah! Don't freak out, by the way. It's only going to be a light dusting, but it's still it's very nice. No, this is perfect. Yeah. I love it's, it. It's the ambiance. All right, and with that, we're going to play it one more time in case you just tuned in and you missed Kyle's new song for Kathy's holiday activities, a full one minute longer just to get you in the spirit. We present this to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I ain't done nothing. Activities Staring out the window Wondering Of all the possibilities But now the time is finally here At least to bring us all some cheer So listen carefully For Kathy Romano's holiday Fun things for the entire family 
Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, our sponsor for Kathy's Holiday Activities 2023. On that note, we are going to take a break and we'll come back in just a moment, so stay with us. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A reminder, today's Tattoo Tuesday, $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing for your Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo. Just text the word tattoo right now to 39333. You'll be in the running for that. And then I wanted to add this to your list of activities. Not necessarily Kathy's uh, holiday activities, but... Preston's activities! No, I'm not doing that. It's the big friggin' deal. Yes. MMR, and you can get two Bear Creek Mountain Resort uh, weekday lift tickets for... 52 bucks. Ooh. That is two for the price of one, essentially. Nice. So nice, big, chunky savings. You can buy them for yourself. You can give them as a holiday gift. And Bear Creek offers tons of winter fun for skiers and snowboarders. Details available at WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. Now, that is while supplies last. So those very well may sell out quickly. So make sure that you do that. And again, it's two Bear Creek Mountain Resort weekday lift tickets for 52 bucks. It's a great idea. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't think of giving passes to things as opposed to... What uh, yeah, that's if you're someone who's into that, a skiing, it's uh, be a wonderful gift. Yeah, so go to WMMR.com and use the keyword deal, and you can find that. By the way, I never use the keywords. Is it just do you do that in the search? Yes. Yeah. Okay, in the search bar. Yeah. Okay. Or you can just look for the, uh, rock, or not the rock shop, the uh, big freaking deal right on the front page. Perfect. Um, real quick, if you guys don't mind, I got this interesting email from somebody. Uh, it was a, he says, a longtime listener. His, his name is Ryan. Uh, and he said, uh, hey, as you've uh, undoubtedly heard from other listeners, your show helped me through some 
bad times, breakups, deaths, financially unstable times. However, one specific episode stands out for me among all the others, and I've re-listened to it several times when I've been need of, in need of laughter. Everything has been uh, pretty good for the past couple of years, but life recently threw me a few stressful curveballs. So I decided to go back in search of this episode. To my surprise, I noticed it was turning 10 years old. Wow. It's a show from Tuesday, the 26th of November. So that was yesterday or no, two days ago. Sunday, yeah. um, 10 years, man. 10. He said, uh, and it features, it features none other than Todd Glass. And he goes, this is back when you would let Todd stay for multiple segments. <laughs> and uh, in this particular episode, <laughs> he basically hijacks the show. There's nonstop laugh out loud moments. Todd trying out new jokes for his act and commenting on the response. Steve egging him on. Preston desperately trying to keep the show on track. <laughs> it features a phone call from Mike Berbiglia, uh, the court reporter, and even Todd's impression of an angry Bill Weston. Oh, that was uh, when he uh, he uh, wake and baked, and we had um, we had a court stenographer here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, every time I listen to this, I'm transported to where I was when I first heard it. Uh, down on my luck, worse than ever before, but miraculously still able to laugh. Everything was going to be okay. And he wrote this last week, said this upcoming Saturday, the 26th, is the 10-year anniversary of this episode, which now lives forever in a warm part of my heart. Aww. I implore each of you to go back and listen to and relive this gem. And he, he put a, uh, a link to the, uh, nice. the clip on there, which I thought was pretty cool. So good. Ryan, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And, you know, maybe there are people who go back and repeat, listen to some moments of the show. I go back and watch Daily Rush videos. That's what I do. I I I will put on the rabbit hole. I'll peruse sometimes. And I've even I've, I've created a folder of my favorite ones on my YouTube account just to have at the ready. And there's there's like ones with, you know, like the Bill Cosby, blubber, drubber, scrubbers. <laughs> oh, I, I Blinded by the light? Howl at that one. <laughs> and another one of my all-time favorites was uh, when uh, Stallone was trying to tell a knock-knock joke. <laughs> and there's just, there's a bunch Man, of them that I've saved. <laughs> and, and actually, I have those saved for... If I run into somebody who is not from the area, like I remember one time I was playing golf with this guy and he wasn't familiar right, with us. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh yeah, I do this radio show. He was from out of town and he doesn't know anything about it. I'm like, well, here, let me let me send you this, yeah. this video and this will give you a little snapshot of what we're about. Right. So that's kind of why I started saving those. Don't ever send me stuff again. <laughs> no, I really do think that we should, um, if we can, we should share that, um, your yeah, personal sure. uh, folder. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of your banking information. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all my, yes, I will do that. <laughs> All my investments, and uh, I, uh, I'll give you access to my 401k. Why not? I mean, for God's sakes, yeah. everyone has one. Um, no. He had mentioned in that email uh, that Berbiglia called. Uh, did you guys, anybody watch the Berbiglia special on Netflix yet? I, I, there's a personal protest going on. I, I know, but I, I, it's I like good. Mike a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't probably, I know it's good. Yeah. I know it's, it's good. Yeah. I know he's good. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, just, I just have, you know what I'm saying? Did you I got it? you. I, I did. Okay. I, um,. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep, but I watched. You always fall asleep, I, I, but that really had good. nothing to do yeah, with how good but the it was. First four minutes, killer. But he <laughs> does this thing, like it, it is stand up comedy. But there are it's these like really touching like moments, yeah. Yeah. you know. And and so at that time, you talk about like ten years ago. Like, listen, he comes in and he he sells the ha ha yeah. for for a little bit. But like, what's going on is he's he's got this other stuff going on underneath the the surface of everything. You know, what I mean? he hasn't come in to sell the ha ha. 
quite a while. I know. Yeah, we used to have him by pretty regularly, but um, yeah, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, I, I agree. We we're big fans. We just you know I don't he's, know. Uh, I mean, I'll pull back pull back the curtain if you want. He's my contact, and uh, I've asked him to come on a number of times, and Mike always says yes, I'll come on, and then he doesn't, and it, it bugs me. I really like Mike a lot. I think he's yeah. really talented. He's a good actor. He's funny as hell, and I saw his stand up uh, in Atlantic City a few years back. He started playing guitar. It was a terrific show, and so I miss having contacts like that on the show. And um, again, like Burt Kreischer's in, in you know selling out the Wells Fargo Center, and Burt's stopping by this week. He's coming in studio. Yeah. Burt doesn't forget that kind of thing. And Mike, I, I think, kind of has a little bit, and it, it bugs me because I, I miss having a friend like that who's done really well come on our show, and I don't yeah. mind saying that publicly. Yeah. Burt's our ride or die. That's right. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Uh, Meredith just texted me. She said the show that we were talking about with Todd Glass was the same show where he said that Meredith was smoking in the car with the windows <laughs> up while driving. And she said she got to school to drop her kid off. And all the people were like, are you smoking in the car? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's great. Uh, here's another email uh, that says, uh, good morning, Presbo and gang. Uh, long time listen since I can't or long time listener. Uh, since I can't remember this October, this is all running together. Uh, but anyhow, my family there is and I, a duck in the room. No, this is sad. My family and I lost our dad uh, to oh. a motorcycle accident oh, a day geez. after his birthday. He was sixty-eight huh. and a day old. Uh, he was the man who introduced us to WMMR. Preston and Steve, our favorite thing was to uh, hear the bizarre files this year uh, with the. Okay, so they don't have any punctuation. That's why it's hard to read. With the holidays, are it's going to be hard for us all. And I was hoping if you could give us all a wet heavenly shard out to our angel above much love bitches sincerely and that is from PJ Caruso so Don't here deal. you go uh, PJ didn't include dad's name so PJ's dad sorry to hear about that yes but, that is very sad and the holidays are definitely more, more difficult when you yeah. lose a loved one hang on I want to go to hang on Justin's chiming in real quick hey Justin good morning buddy hey Gadzooks guys Gadzooks man what's up so uh, I got my wife into Preston and Steve when uh, we first got married. And one of the things that we always quote, it's a Daily Rush video. I've watched it with her a bunch of times. Okay. One of the, one of the segments that uh, Steve did that uh, cracks us up is when he was being Bill Weston as a cunning linguist. <laughs> Bill and Weston as a cunning linguist. Okay. I remember that. the countdown out of order. To uh, oh, yes. uh, uh, what he's, uh, he's going to do oh, to right. number four. Oh, what are you going to do to your sexual partner? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> does it out of order because Bill hates things in order. I, I <sighs> chased her throughout the house yelling number four and she knows what it means. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's, I forgot that. You yell number yeah. four and she knows what it means. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jot Thanks, that down Justin. as one to go back to and watch. I appreciate it, man. Thank that's you, buddy. Man. All right, so I, I'll look at the, the title of these. And you don't know. And I don't time. remember hey, what it was. We don't, a lot of times, again, the, the lesson learned from the show, we don't remember what happened, you know, a couple hours ago. So, yep. we are, our retention rate is horrific. Yep, most definitely. What well, is that Bill Weston Two-Face? Uh, oh, dude, that was when he had the, the dental stuff done, <gasps> oh, and you right. turn him into the Harry Knuckles character. <laughs> so, I... That's one of my favorites. Bill, Bill came in from the dentist. Casey, I thought it was great because you, you tell you, half his face was numb. And Casey, you go, hey, Bill, go like this. And he tries to t- He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it at all. <laughs> We're looking at video of him. Oh, my God. There was another one when I had the neck ache. And uh, I couldn't turn my head, and Preston asked me a question, and I had to turn on like this. And then you started going into your Igor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
right? Right now, Sal. And it hurt. Like, uh, I was laughing, and it hurt so bad because my neck was just so stiff. When you have your neck jammed up like that, uh-huh. it's, just a, it's the worst. But you can't help but look. You're either Michael Keaton in Batman, yeah. you know, or Igor. All right, people are texting in. Harper Lee owning the laser tag is their favorite. That's one of mine. That's on my favorite list. Another one says when Steve lost his tooth. Yeah, oh, my God, that was that amazing. Was yeah, yeah. It just fell out of his mouth. Yeah. That was hilarious. And then, you know what I was doing? So remember, I wasn't punched in the face. I didn't bang it on the no. microphone. I was using a straw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then somebody else uh, texted in and says, uh, uh, oh, my God, Steve, uh, the wigs, Dr. Chet Wainwright. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that's excellent. Chet, uh, we got to do that again. Why did we do that? What uh, was that? We wanted to see what Steve looked like with, with hair. hair. With hair. I, and we just I, got different wigs? Yep. Oh, we had like Real six or seven of them, and we would do uh, we do the whole break with me wearing um, one of the, the one different of the wigs. Yeah. <laughs> if you recall, it was the day we came back from our vacation, so we kind of wanted to have something to do <laughs> on the day, because we had been off, I think it might have been like the first time we were off for two, two weeks, weeks straight. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, we, uh, go ahead. Go. No, I was gonna say we got them at like a, a place that does real. Oh yeah, wigs. So oh, like a party quality. store. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it wasn't like a costume store. It was a wig store on Broad Street in Philadelphia. Oh my god, hang on, I just got a text from Intern Ben, and, and uh, he says uh, the dildo techno rave was his favorite. I just recently went back and watched the Intern Ben. Oh as you could Steve, I was. You just. You went to town on him. As you can imagine. In a loving way. We love him. It was so funny. It was goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, it was an It started off gentle. Right. It really, it ended gentle, too. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. So but Steve, like, funny. we were all kind of laughing sort of under our breath. And I think it was like an intern featured segment, right? Like, we were learning about them or something. So we, and then you and then you started to bounce. And we. I, I think I might have had to leave the room. Like It, it was... was Actually, Nick, it was about cheating on exams. That's it. right. Using and Google. Ben came in. Yeah. He, he kind of jogged in. Right, right. And he was out of breath. <laughs> and he was like, oh, let's get a bite. And then in the same room, we had, I guess, one of the dancers from Delilah's. Delilah's. Yeah. yeah. And, and she, Victoria, went, she went to the same school. <laughs> Yeah. And 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 she she says, well, I would just wear like a like a tight top or whatever. And I was we get it. And I go, what? <laughs> this is a goddamn ridiculous. Uh-huh. Was about I studied for hours. Yeah. Yeah. He was so mad at that. I forgot about that. As you can imagine. Casey, somebody yeah. said you sang like a prayer one time. Do you remember that? I don't remember I, that. So, yeah, but it, it was. Um, These are texts I'm reading. This was uh, my friend Matt and I, the, the florist, by the way. We were on our way home from the the, um, the mountains. It was me and Matt and Carolyn and this girl, Christine, and then Carolyn's grandparents. And me and Matt were going back and forth on how you were supposed to sing the home part in the beginning of like a prayer. Do, do it. Uh, well, it was like, life is a mystery. Uh, I hear you call my name. Oh, wait. And it feels like home. But my buddy was, I, you're going to have to go back and listen right, to okay, it. Because okay. It was like, no, 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 no. You got to have more like. It's up behind you. Home. <laughs> oh, so you guys were, yeah. you were going back and yeah, forth. Back and, and forth. And it turned into a real. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's going to be like. Home. No, 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 it's going to be like, home. And my friend's grandparents are like, shut <laughs> We got to get your friend on the show at some point. Man. We really do. He's Dude, the florist yeah. of the stars. He's going to be home around Christmas time. I get, maybe I can get him to fly home what's, a little bit earlier. What's but, the name of his place again? Uh, well, uh, the Pedal Workshop. 
pedal workshop on uh, on Instagram. But uh, so he was home for a couple of days uh, a few yeah. weeks ago. I mean, this guy is 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 a superstar in the world of floral design. Uh, you should have seen his his uh, uh, back and forth with Tiffany Hamperthies. I, I, I know. Like, I'm like, you're friends with her. <laughs> we had her on. She was like, oh my oh, god, I, I love, love him. him. Yeah, yeah. So but, did Jeffrey Bezos just get married because he was apparently yep. the florist for his wedding? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That would have been a nice payday. Yeah. By the way, we, we may not be friends with all those super rich people, but we know intern Ben who just texted back in and he said, I'm happy to report <laughs> that being intern Ben has earned me the respect of the folks at my new job. He said, it's all paid off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ben is great. Yes, And Ben, ben does his, annual, his charity um, thing, does he not? He does a, uh, he, all right, is, so is it the video game? Pituation does the game show. No, no, Pituation does a game show marathon where they right. do a whole bunch and then ben he does d- video games. Video game marathon. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, number of people are texting him with the Frank Rizzo stuff. Those are their favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Do you know what I, I people uh, reference? Favorite one? daily rushes. What? Preston, the uh, the the, insur- the woman uh, with the remote insurance. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That was the first one that that Kyle edited. Uh, the, no. that was, it wasn't. No, he Kyle the, the exploding the, car. No, you know that that was um, uh, Nick Murphy. But Kyle, the one Kyle did a great one, which was the um, steam powered Simeon. <laughs> yes, that one was great. They right. <laughs> shot women to another county. <laughs> Steam powered because they didn't know how powerful that no. steam. They always like steam engines and cars. It they up. first started with they were very very dangerous. Anyway, if you like, go to uh, <laughs> our YouTube account, PrestonSteve.com, and all the daily rush videos. And we have obviously all of the um, the daily streaming that takes place now, which has kind of replaced the the daily rush. It videos, really has. I which mean, which is too bad because I love the the little snapshot yeah, of just yeah. something that happened that day that really. We had fun with, you know? Well, yeah. We, yeah. Sh- we will listen. We'll, we'll work on it, which okay. means we won't work on it. Well, the cool thing for me anyway about the YouTube channel is that, like, every week, every month, it, it, it ticks up just a little bit more. There were a lot of people watching during Camp Out for Hunger, which was really cool. A bunch of people who were on the YouTube community came to Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, and, and so, like, Kyle and I talk about these numbers, and right now it's hovering around 655. But when it first started, it was in the two to 300 range. And every every week, every month, it goes up just a little bit more. And it's this really cool community. They greet each other every day. They have conversations completely independent of us. They're talking about stuff that's going on in their lives, and we're like sort of an afterthought some of the time, and I I love that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, this I I saw was kind of interesting. I I wanted to pass on. Wait, Marissa. Marissa's running in. I just wanted to add, um, you guys may not know this, but on PrestonandSteve.com, we post the YouTube stream with a full rundown of everything that happened on the show that day. With, like, timestamps and everything. So a you description can go, and then timestamps. Jump right in. Yeah. Okay. So right. If there's a guest you're looking for or a segment or something like that. I didn't know that. PrestonandSteve.com, you'll see the uh, live stream links every single day. Okay. All right. All right, wonderful. We learn, you learn stuff. We learn stuff about, about our, our own, own show. show. <laughs> Jinx. Oh, no. Yeah. All right, um, a recent study of British and American texts have found that uh, Star Wars lingo is a part of common speech. And for some people, it's every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm every sure day there's annoying. a Star Wars reference of some sort. Yeah, phrases like Jedi mind trick and the dark side uh, seem to require little to no explanation. People also routinely use used words like Yoda, Jedi, Padawan, and lightsaber, just as you don't even need to... Right. 
give it context right. at all. I was talking about um, doing shrooms last night with a friend, and uh, she used <laughs> an analogy that I thought was fairly apt, which was, it's kind of like having the force, or at least you think like you have the force for a little stretch. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice analogy. Yeah, the force is one you don't need to, just, uh, to explain. Yeah. People know what that is. Yeah. And you use it regularly, and I've tried to. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it if at one point, at least every other day, I make utter some kind of Star Wars. Oh, sure. Within a week, there's definitely a number of them. We do Uba a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but there was there was that thing that popped up a little while ago about the um, Roman Empire, about the Roman Empire, and and guys who think about it every yeah, yeah. day. Uh, I think this falls right into that. Not necessarily fantasizing about being in the Star Wars universe or something like that, but using some type of a reference to. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I, Han Solo or whatever it may be, the Millennium Falcon. It's kind of like when I play Chewy. when I play golf. There will be at least one Caddyshack reference at yeah. some point during that round of golf. But for life, yeah, I, there's got to be some sort of Star Wars reference, whether I utter it or I witness it every single day of my life. It's okay. got to be. Uh, one third of these uses were found to be unrelated to the films, which means that even people who have never seen Star Wars understand the lingo. <laughs> That's something when something you don't even have to be uh, aware specifically of the origin, but you know what it means. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and you don't have to be deep into the culture like I. You know, I, I bailed on it after I, I haven't watched the. I've watched a little bit of some of the shows, and I'm just I'm kind of done with it. But it still will forever be a part of my lexicon. Uh, I agree, and I'm you know I'm, I'm an OG. I saw the original movies when they they first came out i would say this though preston um we all i think we all have our movie references that we go to what, what would you say is the movie you most include in the in your common vernacular man that, wow it, we're, we're or one one phrase one phrase that you use more often than any others mm. um that's a that's a deep dive. That's man. a deep dive, I don't right? No, because yeah, um, reference a lot of movies. Um, like one throw off one. I do one. Okay, I have to explain to Casey. I do it all the time from um, Saturday Night Fever. Okay, which is not even a line. It's just a weird scene when Tony Manero is doing his big dance thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, one of his big is his solo, and there's a woman sitting off to the side, and she just looks up and goes, "Oh yeah,", yeah. and so I will do that. All the time, and, and huh. I do it like almost every day. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And, and it reflexive, right? Well, I never knew what yeah, it was where from. it was from. Yeah. yeah, I do it with. Uh, there are different movies for different people. So yeah. when, when I'm chatting with my brothers, uh, inevitably the fugitive comes up, and right. it's, it's and the movie I've probably seen the most, and I can uh, I can quote it back and forward like you could do with Tron, Preston. But like I know that movie so damn well that just any little clip from the fugitive will just enter my brain and, and then work its way out of my. I mouth. think you're right. It is a, a person by person thing because Nick, you and I have a few. We have Goodwill Hunting. Uh, we have uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. Shawshank. Shawshank. Those are the ones we kind of go to regularly. Casey, what do you and I reference? About Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. We do right that off. a lot. Right yep, off. Right yeah. off. Uh, yeah, ours is a lot of 80s stuff. <laughs> yeah. A lot of 80s stuff. Um, I would say, though, um, probably Dumb and Dumber. I will Dumb and Dumber, probably. Yeah. Quite a bit. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, like, uh, it, it it depends. I go through phases. Like, I, like I haven't thrown a groundhog day at you in a while, Nick, <laughs> oh, until just, it was on the other day. Yeah, <laughs> just watched it the other day. Yeah, I, I saw it too. It's starting yeah. to, to make rounds. Which, by the way, so now did they do twenty four hours of Elf last year? Uh, I don't. Yes, know, I think yes, they're doing they it did. this year. Yes, they did. Okay. In fact, there were there are. Uh, 
there are a couple of channels now that run uh, that are they're doing similar marathons. There was one that does a Christmas vacation. Yes, twenty four hours. I started. I saw that right maybe yesterday or the day before. Little portions of it. There but, was a uh, twenty four hours of the House of Sand and Fog, Kathy. Oh my God! Please don't. I just watched that scene over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> It's Where most, they just tie the, the, the bags over their head and then they... Most goddamn depressing yeah. movie ever. What's it about? Oh, it's just this... Oh. this uh, I mean, don't give it away, but yeah. what, it's what's just the general ha- If you want to be really, really depressed, then watch it. Everyone yeah. is depressed. There is every, there's really no... Uh, no the whole movie just is in misery. like, is like hap- gray yeah. and, and just their lives are depressing. Oh. They're depressed. and Ben and Kingsley, Jennifer yeah. Connelly. There's an awful ending. Like, it's just... Depressed. Just to awful. kind of reference it, the best part of the and the happiest part is the um, is the double suicide at the end yeah. of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know you've been free of the misery as well. Wow. Okay. I went to the movie theater to see what? that. Oh, yeah. dude. So I took my mom to see The Judge in the movie theater. That's a great movie. It is a great movie, but it's we watched it like two weeks after my father died. Oh, and we had man. no idea that it was about this guy who gets cancer. <sighs> and I was like, oh my, why did we go see this? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, I love that. That is right. terrible when yeah. you go when you go see a movie at the wrong time, like something just happened and you weren't aware, and you're like, "Oh, you're kidding!" Man. Oh, great. That's that must have been. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys talk about it at all, or was it no. just? Yes. No. In fact, that was worse than when we saw. I took her to see Django Unchained, and at one point, uh, Jamie Foxx is completely buck naked upside oh, down, yeah. and I'm standing next to, next to my mom. <laughs> like that was that was less awkward than. And, and Walton <laughs> Goggins comes in and yeah. grabs him by the. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> any sex scene you ever watch. Like, I, I saw Jerry Maguire with my mom in the movie theater, and there's that scene where Kelly Preston goes to Tom Cruise, "Don't ever stop effing me." Yes, and I'm sitting there right. You know, I was like, "Yeah, this is a Cameron Crow movie. Let's go see it in the theaters." And like, it's, to this day, it still bothers me. Nick. I can one up, but I was in the movie theater, and my mother was in the sex scene. <laughs> oh, like, my oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you have egg on you, your what face? What are you going to do with that cup? You absolutely can one up me because you saw a Deep Throat with your father. Yes, yes, oh, I did. Man. Yeah. In the theater. Well, no, not in the theater. Oh, uh, VHS. VHS. Yeah, home. Worse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the two movies that we rented when we first got our VHS video player mm. uh, uh, was uh, very appropriate. Jaws and Deep Throat. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so the study, this particular study shows that uh, Star Wars is inescapable, even those, even if you haven't seen it. Uh, according to a professor from uh, this university that did the study, uh, you know about it, and it's in the language, and we can all understand what many of the words mean. Uh, Yoda has been in the dictionary since 2016, by the way. Interesting. Now. I so. wonder how many Star Trek-isms end up as well. Okay. Isn't uh, yeah, like a being question. a Jedi an actual religion in England? Like, yes. You can is it? subscribe it to the church. It is a registered, of, yeah. Yeah, Church of George Lucas or whatever. Really? Yeah. 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 All right. Interesting. Uh, we're going to this caller, Casey? I don't know. I just thought, Dog the Bear! Oh, his name is Bear. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, you wrote down a note that said Dog the Bear. <laughs> I didn't know what that... <laughs> Exactly meant with our caller here. So when you get that ready, Steve, I'll, I'll go to our caller. I got to find. There we go. Mm-hmm. Dog the bear. All right. Hey, uh, bear, you're on the air. Good morning. Monkey pick ass. Yeah, that's old school. What's up, bud? So a buddy of mine from high school and as of recently, I work I work as a bar DJ and a completely different person, a bartender. We're, both these people and I are obsessed with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, sure. So, especially at the bar, my last song of the night is Always Goodbye Horses when I work with this guy. 
and even throughout the night, we'll throw like lines at each other from Los Angeles. More so all the Buffalo Bill stuff. So, especially at the end of the night when I'm playing Goodbye Horses. Is that I mean, the, wait, hang on a second. Is that the song that he dances to? Yeah, that's that's the Tuck It Back, uh, tuck it back dance. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. The Tuck Dance. Yep. Okay. So that's always the last song of the night at the bar. So I always sit on the microphone just doing that. Was she a great big fat person? Oh, I bet they love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll do the whole, you know, censored for radio. You know, would you love me? I'd love me. <laughs> what bar is this? Yeah. It's called Harrigan's Pub in War- uh, Warminster, Pennsylvania. Dude, you must freak out the patrons when you start quoting Buffalo Bill. Well, some people, some people are laughing their asses off. I mean, you see, like a few people are like, "What? What is this?" Mm-hmm. Why, why, <laughs> any why any you... larger ladies ever come over and <laughs> say thanks? Every once in a while, I get like a side eye after I do. Like, are you about a size fourteen? Oh, oh my god. dear god! Yeah, you may not want to do that, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate your sense of humor. Doing the tuck. Uh, All right. uh, Something wholly unrelated. Um, I saw this and I thought this was kind of interesting. I'm the seer today. The the seer? No, you're... I'm the thinker. (laughs) You're totally Presbo or the stream of consciousness nerd. Yeah. uh, I like totally Presbo. Oh. But I was the thinker at one point or something. It was a joke. The seeker? No. No, TH. Oh, the thinker. Okay. No, no. It's it's a cross of the thinker and the seeker. The, the thinker. The thinker. No, I'm totally pressed by. So you're not the seer? I'm whatever you want me to be. Okay. I like this song. Uh, it is a great song. I know you can seek me, now here's us up. No, this is a story about, I never heard of this before, uh, but it's um, it has to do with, with Frank Sinatra and George Michael. Frank Sinatra and George Michael. Yeah, and I just thought this was an interesting story. So, um, you might not think that the old blue eyes and uh, the leader of Wham were, uh, you know, had anything common or had any inter- interaction. But in 1990, Guilty feet got no rhythm. 27 year old George Michael had experienced uh, the intense trappings of fame as a leader of Wham. They were hugely successful. Yes. Um, and as a solo artist for years as well, despite being still so young, the musician expressed his yearning to escape the spotlight when speaking to Los Angeles Times Calendar magazine. Uh, described as the reluctant pop star in the article's headline, this was one of the most significant moments where Michael outlined his uh, discomfort at his position. Uh, he had said, it's quite simply, really, um, he said, I deci- it's quite simple, really. I decided that the thing I really enjoy, the thing I really needed was my songwriting. I didn't need the celebrity. Followed this agreeable point, Michael outlined how miserable his fame had made him and his desire to never feel like that again. Unfortunately, this would never come to fruition. His coming brushes with the invasive side of the media in his uh, decade were to be some of the most difficult times of his life. Uh, Mike would also deal with those instances with uh, comic brilliance and further cement his status as a cultural legend by doing so. Yet in 1990, there were still a long way off. His comments to Calendar weren't entirely adored, though, and prompted a response from Frank Sinatra. Mm who was in his seventh decade on the planet. 
displaying uh, the grace that made him such a hero, Sinatra sent a written response to George Michael. That's pretty wild. Imploring him to carry on, which was published by the same newspaper. I and had this very same uh, co- uh, conversation with Boy George. Uh, it uh, it makes for compelling reading to reflect how Frank had his finger on the pulse right to the end. So That's I thought pretty, this is... That is wild. It's a nice little letter, so I thought you guys would like to hear this. This is Frank Sinatra writing George Michael. Yeah, so he's, he's writing the... the, the magazine about, okay. the, about the article. An but, open letter, too. But he addresses George in this. He says, Dear friends, when I saw your calendar cover today about George Michael, the reluctant pop star, my first reaction was he should thank the good Lord every morning when he wakes up to have all that he has. And that'll make two of us thanking God every morning for all that we have. And he said, I don't understand a guy who lives in, quote, hopes of reducing the strain of his celebrity status. Here's a kid who wanted to be a pop star since I was about seven years old, and now that he's he's quoting him, yeah. that, that was about seven years old, and now that he's a smash performer and songwriter at 27, he wants to quit doing what tons of gifted youngsters all over the world would shoot grandma for, just one crack at what he's complaining about. And then he writes, come on, George, loosen up. Swing, man. <laughs> Dust off those gossamer wings and fly yourself to the moon of your choice. And be grateful to carry the baggage that we've all had to carry since those lean nights of sleeping on buses and helping the driver unload the instruments. Georgie, it could be worse. You could be in Kajagugu. He said, and no more that talk about the tragedy of fame. He said, the tragedy of fame is when no one shows up and you're singing to the cleaning lady in some empty joint that hasn't seen a paying customer since St. Swithin's Day. I don't know what that means. It's a very popular day amongst the Swithin's family. <laughs> and he said, and you're nowhere near that. You're top dog on the top rung of a tall ladder called stardom, which in Latin means thanks to the fans who were there when it was lonely. Uh, he then concluded by saying, talent must not be wasted. Those who have it, and you obviously do, or today's calendar cover article would have been about Rudy Valley. Those who have talent must hug it. Embrace it, nurture it, and share it, lest it be taken away from you as fast as it was loaned to you. And he said, trust me, I've been there. Very thoughtful on uh, the chairman's uh, way that he would write that. Yeah. I I thought that was put very well and very... Dear Mr. Sinatra... These nuts. <laughs> In response, I thought that was I thought that was a, a, a very gracious way for him to put it because Frank could just say, "Hey, suck yeah, it up, yeah, kid." Yeah, yeah, you know, Chili, break his legs. Yeah, totally. Uh, but but he gave it. He and gave break him. Andrew Ridgely's legs too. <laughs> Wait, what did I do? What did I got? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna teach you the meaning of wham. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to shit a bug for a year. <laughs> Did you guys watch the Wayne documentary? I did. I really uh-huh. liked it. It was more George Michael, but it was sure. obviously, as you'd imagine. Yeah. But uh, Andrew God. Ridgely's friendship. Yeah. So and I think I told you this, Preston. George Michael would was kind of the puffy kid in school who was getting his ass kicked. And George Michael sort of said to a, the teacher that he would be sort of the protector. Yeah. And and so for, I literally from elementary school on, they were the best of friends. I just I, didn't realize. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to write that down because I've been... Um... 
I've, I've been uh, more. Just, I'm reading the Getty Lee book, and I'm right. loving it. I'm, I'm more of a um, I'm more of a fiction guy, uh, and I just can't get enough of of listening to this audiobook right now. And it makes me want to go and find other definitive documentaries yeah. or, or memoirs uh, from people that I admire or I'm, I'm, alone. I, I'm interested in, like Stallone. But I also when it, when it, <laughs> I'm sorry, you put the thing over on the other thing. <laughs> Did you say jitterbug? Jitterbug. All right, that's all right. Oh, we don't have that song, do we? No. Damn it. The hell's the name of that song? Yeah, it is Jitterbug. Wake me up. Yeah. Wake me up before you go. Before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging like to dying like a pogo. No, it's not. You know I what? don't know. You <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good with words. <laughs> Sing what you want to say. Oh, no. Back from Vietnam. Let me say, I don't know the words to ramp songs. So, where has he even come out yet? Have careless whispers. <laughs> the hell's a kill of feet? Kill your feet? My feet aren't killing me. I'm loving this country. My feet are proud. You don't even have legs. My feet, I don't have any legs. But I did. They saluted the flag. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I've gone on YouTube a couple of times. I've gone on YouTube a couple of times to find, you know, short documentaries and things about uh, artists. I like some of them suck. Mm. Some yes. of them on YouTube are terrible, and I want to find the definitive good ones. The George you know Michael I mean? one, excellent. Yeah, what's well, the that one? On? It's what? called Wham. I think it's on Netflix. It, it might be on Netflix or HBO Plus. It might be Max. Or Max. Yeah. Uh, also, Preston, one that I can recommend is the one that just came out recently, which was uh, it's not musician, but it's. The stunt double for Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. And uh, that is on Max. Uh, the Stallone uh, documentary on Netflix. Okay. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, the Schwarzenegger. Andrew Ridgely replaced me. The Arnold one is like a four-part docu-series. Yeah. yeah that's good, good too. Well. I don't want to watch that whole thing. Yeah. But it's too much. Um, too much, Arnie. You were going to say something about You didn't realize what about I didn't realize. So in the beginning of Wham's uh, I, rise. Whamness. Whamness. Like... I'm like embarrassed for him, but he does like George Michael's a rapper. Yeah. Uh, and he's not great. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he can rap to the beat or whatever, but also rap in the early 80s is a lot different than, oh, yeah. you know, what it is today. But, yeah. you know, there's a David Spade joke about Wham, and I don't think I can say it on the radio. No, you, well, you did one time. Did I think and we were like, you can't say okay, that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's it's David Spade's lyrics to um, yes, that wait song. Me up before you go, go. Yeah. yeah and I, know. I, I never hear that song without thinking of David Spade's lyrics. Yeah. I kind of think of that one too. Yeah. You put something in your mouth. <laughs> That's right. I know what you're talking about. You put the into my mouth. <laughs> I'll tell you this though: you watch this uh, Wham documentary, yeah. and you will—it is really a story of friendship. Okay, oh, and not only that, George Michael voice outstanding. What what a wonderful vocalist. That was better. I mean, I know that "Wake Me Up Before You Go" goes a little bouncy and jumpy, yeah. but but his uh, his ballads are fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. One more time. Jitterbug, I came home from Vietnam. They call me baby killer, and they spit in my face. It is just a fun yeah. show, yeah. I put this on on my boombox when I uh, do jazzercise oh, at the really? LA Fitness. Oh. <laughs> I would give good money to see you jazzercise, Steve. I'll do it. I Walk would, in. I would, I would give good money. Oh, they have like a whole, it's, it's a. One more Zumba. 
Uh, it's a little different than Zumba and Jazzercise, but I mean, it's like the modern version of what is both. It? It's it's like it's dance fitness is basically what it is. I've been searching sure. for a dance fit uh, studio. There's none near me, uh, and all of the ones that I can find are you know just a little too far for like a daily workout. Well, then but, you got to start. You got to well, open case, your own. Case, yeah. I swear, I thought of it. I was like, could I do this? Could I teach this? I'm like, I probably could, but no. It's uh, yeah. It's it's. It seems it just seems fun, like it, you know, something that you find that you enjoy and you're getting exercise out of it. That's good. On the weekend mornings in Wildwood Crest, there's a public one. Yeah, no that kidding. Happens in this park, and and you just pay five bucks. Yeah, and there's an instructor, and they got a the audio, and it's like an hour long class. And you just go up, and I always see it, oh, I love it's it. all women. There's all, it's all ladies doing it, and I'm like, that would I totally get some exercise. Right, out of that. Everybody ready? Yeah, <laughs> but it's, there's a guy that. <laughs> There's a guy that leads it, uh, and, and he's actually uh, overweight. He's, oh no, he's kind of larger, overweight, oh, really? but but moves like nobody's business. Yeah. Well, there's a guy. I believe he moves comes, like Jagger. I think like he, that. He comes up from, if I'm not mistaken, he comes up from Miami, and he teaches classes in Doylestown. So he's not here all of the time. But when he is at this studio in Doylestown, it like his class books up, kind of like something I come on my from Miami to list. teach you. Um, all right. All right. Kathy, well, you should design. When you do it, I'll, I'll help promote it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yep, there you Get go. Bug. That's got to be the first song you guys sing us too, yep. All right, I think that we should take a break. So Totally Presbo is uh, no go. It's not Totally Presbo. We will take a break and come back with a bizarre file, though. Some great stories to share with you. And don't forget Kathy's holiday activities yes. list up and running at PrestonSteve.com. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link, the legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. Your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day. And the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night. A show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre I brought to you by Horizon Services. Zero down, zero interest financing on select Energy Star rated systems. Plus, no payments for a year. Visit horizonservices.com slash radio. Well, while team SWAT team members were searching her backpack where they discovered methamphetamine and other narcotics, Ariella Messina had one request of law enforcement. Don't 
take my dildo, she said. Don't! The 27-year-old Messina... I cherish that thing. ...made this plea after investigators found a blue vibrator in the backpack. Uh, the backpack also contained uh, Messina's driver's license and a necklace with the name Ariella. By asking for her sex toy, police declared Messina made it apparent that the backpack was hers and that she was aware of the contents inside. During the execution of a search warrant uh, a re- at a residence in Jensen Beach, Florida, cops seized cocaine, meth, drug paraphernalia, and brass knuckles. You can take all that, just not my dildo. Messina was one of five individuals arrested at the scene. In addition to her adult toy, police found a substance that tested positive for meth and muscle relaxants, which she did not have a prescription for. Someone's wound a little tightly. At the time of her arrest, Messina was on probation in connection with a 2022 conviction for possession of cocaine, ecstasy, and marijuana. Those drugs were inside a locked safe. Uh, she was booked into the county jail in a pair of felony drug counts. The whereabouts of Messina's dildo are not known at this time. Sheriff, what are you doing in the bathroom? <laughs> All right, how about this one? During a routine colonoscopy in Missouri, doctors made an unusual discovery. An intact fly oh, come on. was inside a 63-year-old patient's intestines. An intact fly in the intestines during a colonoscopy, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Like an insect? Yeah, yeah, like an insect, a fly. Despite the patient's adequate preparation and the Just absence- kill me. And the absence of known family history of colon cancer, the fully intact fly was spotted in the transverse colon during the procedure. The patient was unsure how the fly ended in his colon, having consumed only liquids the day before and not recalling a fly in his food. What's this fly doing in my colon? (laughs) Uh, Doctors deemed this occurrence very rare, with no apparent symptoms suggesting that the patient ingested the fly. Because I assume if he had ingested it, maybe it It would have been been dissolved. To some extent. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a full intact fly. And how like, could a fly make it intact up your butt all the way? F- no, it doesn't make any sense. I do not Like know. the spider that I swallowed. Yeah, the spider that is now living in your uterus. Remember when I, I, I oh, took a yes. breath in and yeah. the yes. freaking thing went down my throat? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Kill me. <laughs> a grandmother was fined more than $3,000 for a chicken sandwich that she forgot was in her backpack when she arrived in Australia to visit family. $3,000. June Armstrong arrived at Christchurch Airport at about 4 a.m. for an early morning flight to Brisbane. When she got to the airport, she bought a muffin and a gluten-free chicken and lettuce sandwich, which was sealed. She said, I sat down and I ate some of my muffin. I didn't really feel like I liked it, so I threw the rest away and I put the sandwich in my back in my small backpack. Uh, I just clearly forgot. She said, Armstrong initially intended to eat the sandwich on the plane, fell asleep once on board. She then filled out a declaration form and said that she had some prescription medication. Yeah, and a dildo. Once in Australia, she went back through Border Patrol where her suitcase and backpack were checked. As the official went through her backpack, he found the chicken sandwich. Watch this. She said, oh, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Could you throw it away for me? And she said he just kept going through my bag. She then emptied her bag on the table, and the man went away. A short while later, the man returned, and he said, 12 points, 3,300. And I said, what does that mean? He said, Gryffindor. He said, <laughs> he said 12 points, 3,300. $3,300. Armstrong asked if he was joking. Once she realized he was not, she began to cry. She said, I was sobbing and said $3,300 for a little sandwich. How much for tuna salad? Another staffer went over and offered her some water and a chair to sit on. A short while later, Armstrong called her husband, who was waiting to pick her up. She began telling him what had happened when her phone was taken off of her, and the staffer told her husband that she would be out shortly. Don't worry, honey. I know the best international chicken salad lawyer in the world. Another staffer informed her that she could appeal the fine and strongly advised that she did. 
she said she tried to appeal within the 28-day payment period only to get automatic replies. Uh, before the fine, uh, Armstrong paid the fine before the deadline. Her husband said, listen, what? just pay it and we'll get out of here. After paying, she sent another email asking why she was fined uh, for, since it was her first infringement and why the fine was so high and mentioned the sandwich was sealed. Uh, she sent an email a month later that to say that the fine was having a significant impact on her life. They, they only have $30,000 in savings. So three grand yeah, is a whole 10%. lot of money. So that seems absurd. And as of Tuesday, there have been no response uh, from the airport or anything. What a jerk that yeah, guy right? is. I yeah. mean, clearly she wasn't trying to claim a freaking chicken sandwich that she brought on because she might have been hungry on the flight. And I also hate... Was the, there celery in it? Well, I also hate the attitude that he came back and just said, 12 points, 3,300. Yeah. yeah. Like it's Dick. routine and, right. and you're supposed to know what that means. I hate people like that. I yeah. hate it. Who you, you are, you're unaware Explain. of the way things go yeah. along and they just throw something at you because you use it all day. You expect me to know what yeah. that is. You've never been in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> we are not big fans of chicken salad. <laughs> we like ambrosia, macaroni salad, and an occasional egg salad. But not chicken salad? No, never. 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 Yeah. Chris, I was recently working with somebody who was doing that and I was not familiar with their industry or what they were t- and I, I, lit- I just looked at him. I said, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And he was like, oh, oh, well, this, this, and, you know, and then somehow was able to find words that I could understand, you know, yeah, in what we were dealing with. Yeah, I hate what I'm that. saying is we hate chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there will be a follow-up. We will have to see on that. And then we'll do one more quick story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end uh, with this one. A wanted woman in Tampa was apprehended after deputies found her hiding inside of her couch. <laughs> inside her couch. <laughs> the sheriff's office. Began searching for Stacy Usher earlier this month. Uh, she was wanted on a parole vira- violation for the sale of fentanyl. She was in there with all the farts. While searching Usher's home on Tuesday, deputies discovered she was hiding inside of her couch. There's a picture of them taking her out of there. It's pretty funny. Great. Uh, it's like was- a Frank from, yes. uh, yeah, it's always sunny. She was taken into custody, exactly. Uh, she has a history of fraud, grand theft, and obtaining property by a worthless check. So she is going to face some charges. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. One of the last reminders here. We got uh, Tattoos Day. So text the word tattoo to 39333 and make sure you get in the running for a Preston and Steve Show theme tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. We'll come back with less in question. The trash. Uh, the music news as well. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop in and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Rolling Stones on 93.3 WNMR. It's everything that rocks. Don't forget that if you listen to MMR and you are interested in going to see the Rolling Stones, we are doing MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. And all you have to do, there's a little cheat sheet that we have at WMMR.com, and you can listen for the Stones song of the day. We go to WMMR.com, you can find out what hour that's going to be played in, and then you need to listen to be the 25th caller. Why? Uh-huh. I think we might do that right now. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. We were looking for the 25th caller because that song right there, Rockin' a Hard Place, was our Stone song of the day. And ladies and gentlemen, caller number 25 is on the line. It's John! John! You're on the air, buddy! Thank you, thank you, thank you. John, we are going to... We're going to give you tickets to see the Rolling Stones Tuesday, June 11th at Lincoln Financial Field. Buddy, what do you think about that? I think it's great. Excellent. First yeah. time I ever won anything on the radio. First time. First time. And you won a biggie. Nice job. Now, the other question is, have you seen the Rolling Stones live before? I saw their last tour, and I saw them in 95. Ah, uh, then you know what you're in for. A fantastic oh, yeah. show. One of the most incredible live bands of all time, and MMR is happy to send you there, my man. So you do us a favor. Your job, your official job as ambassador of WMMR is to go have a great freaking night at that show. Can you do it? I think I can. I'll do my best. <laughs> we right. believe in you. We, we believe in you, John. Congratulations, my man. Hang on the line. Yay! Get your information That's and awesome. that how it works. So this goes on through Sunday, by the way, this Sunday. So there are several more tickets to go. The tickets go on sale. Uh, in fact, there's a pre-sale on Thursday. Um and you can get information on that and another chance to win tickets online at WMMR.com. But the tickets actually go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. I have a feeling those might sell out. Mm-hmm. All right, today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to see David Spade, who's going to be performing Saturday at the Miller Theater. Here's a question that we'll pose to you. It's one that was not that long ago. Frank Sinatra once told George Michael it could be a lot worse. George could have been in what other 80s band? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Frank Sinatra Sinatra once told George Michael it could be a lot worse. George could have been in which other 80s? 80s band 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Valley Forge and Montgomery County. You can plan your holiday shopping trip to one of Monco's shopping destinations, including the King of Prussia Mall. Visit valleyforge.org for more information. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith prompting some analysis after posting a photo of their complicated family's Thanksgiving on Instagram. Observant eyes were able to discern that Will was not eating his meal at the main table, but rather at a folding cup table. Oh, wow. 
Jojo Siwa revealing that being on the reality competition show Special Forces, world's toughest test, has made her a better person. Siwa says she no longer shies away from conflict and instead kills it. Uh Oh my God. And finally, after news broke that Daryl Hall had taken out a restraining order against John Oates over a legal dispute, John posted on Instagram saying he is taking the high road. Oates says there's actually a high road above Daryl Hall's house with an easily dislodgeable boulder. (laughs) And that's your high all righty, we will see if anyone knows the answer to this question. Frank Sinatra once told George Michael that it could be a lot worse. Uh, George could have been in which other 80s band. Uh, the problem is uh, everybody calling in was calling in for Rolling Stones uh, tickets. So we'll come back to this and see if we can get an answer. Or wait, it looks like we might have one. Okay, so you got to you gotta weed through everybody who is still looking for Stones tickets to get somebody who wants to answer the question. We have them. All right, this is John, who's on the line. Yo, John, good morning, buddy. You guys rock. All right, thanks, John. All right, so Frank told George he could have been uh, could have been a lot worse. He could have been in which other band? Kagagoo, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What, wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. One more time. Try it again. Kagagoo, Juju. Kaja. I'm Kaja. Juju. Wait, what does a baby say? What does a baby say? Thank you. Don't thank us. Thank you for that answer. All right, hang on, buddy. We're going to send you. Juju. You tried so hard. You kept trying so hard. I got Juju. We're going to give him tickets to see David Spade live this Saturday at the Miller Theater. Some tickets remain at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. You can save big on the passing of the torch sale November 27th through December 2nd. And watches for him, diamond studs for her. And yes, even engagement rings. They will be on sale. FamilyJewelers.com. So I'll piggyback off of the story Steve just said in uh, the trash. Uh, The news broke last week that Daryl Hall is suing John Oates in a Nashville court exposing a rift. And the most commercially successful pop music duo of all time, whose six number one hits are the most ever recorded by a Philadelphia-born act. Hall filed a lawsuit that argues that Oates' plan to sell off his share of a joint venture would violate a business agreement that Hall and Oates had made as a duo. Specifically, it moved to prevent Oates and others, including his wife Amy Oates, from selling their share of what's called Whole Whole Oates Enterprises LLP, uh, the company which is named after their 1972 debut album. To prime, they're they're wanting to sell it to Primary Wave Music. Now, so that's the restraining part of it. No, that's not it. Uh, so, well, I'll, I'll explain why there's a restraining order. This is a lawsuit. So, so uh, that's the music publishing company that owns stakes in the catalogs of Prince, Stevie Nicks, and Alice Cooper, as well as rights to pioneering rock and blues label Sun Record. So that's why he's suing him. He's trying to prevent him from doing that. 
Uh, Primary Wave already owns a significant interest in the Hall & Oates catalog. Um, and Hall had said that he regretted that some of his was sold off early in his career. In a 2022 interview, he said, he and Oates are business partners. We made records as Hall & Oates together, but we were always very separate. And that's very important thing, a very important thing to me. So with the restraining order... It's not the kind of restraining order that prevents a person from physically approaching another. So that's not what this is about. You see the, the headline and you think, oh, my God, he doesn't want him to come anywhere near him. It restrains the deal from going through, correct? Yeah, it, it restrains, it it prevents Oates and his trust from closing the sale to primary wave until an arbiter rules or the right. judge's order expires, which usually happens within 15 days so the judge can extend it. So it doesn't stop it altogether. It just delays it for the time being. Uh, but the lawsuit is to try to keep it from happening altogether. All. Right. So the restraining order is, is to, to put the kibosh on it for now. Correct. Right. So, no, uh, Hall and Oates have not commented on the case. Neither has spoken directly on the case or replied to request for comment. Uh, Hall spent the holiday weekend touring in Japan and the Philippines. Oates posted on Instagram over Thanksgiving weekend sharing a message calling for communal reflection and understanding um, that uh, made no mention of Hall, but instead urged fans to join in collective efforts that contribute to a more compassionate and supportive world. Oh, and suck it, Hall, was the final <laughs> sentence. Um, it's very sad. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously business gets in the way a lot of times, but, uh, you know, I like to think that they're a little bit more benevolent to each other. I have a feeling they haven't liked each other for a long time. Well, there was a uh, audio uh, a video clip that came off of uh, Bill Mars. Uh, you know, you saw that, right? He was on the Bill Marsh, uh, his more relaxed podcast, and he referred to, uh, just Daryl Hall referring to John Oates as a business associate. Yeah, that's what I was, I was yeah, quoting yeah, from yeah. that article, uh, that uh, interview. But, and, and even more, went more in depth about why they, to, to add credence to what you're saying about a lack of a friendship. Uh, it's another milestone for Metallica as the band is scheduled for their first ever performance in Saudi Arabia coming up on December 14th. No uh, Abu Dhabi? Uh, no, they don't, uh, they don't like to do Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Uh, in a press statement, they called it an amazing opportunity and said, uh, we'll be the first hard rock band to ever play at the Soundstorm Festival in Riyadh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, this will be Metallica's final show of the year uh, before taking a break for the holidays. Uh, their uh, M72 World Tour will resume next year with 44 concerts in 22 cities. Uh, original Guns N' Roses drummer Steven Adler and Motley Crue frontman Vince Neil on stage this week for a special, or on, will be on stage for a special performance. Um, and Adler stated it's going to be great to see old friends. I look forward to seeing lots of new faces too. The one night only event will take place uh, Thursday at a, at a resort in Winter Haven, California. Some tickets are still available. Well, I understand, person, they're not performing any music. They're going to do that thing that makes them look like they're floating, that little head, that dance. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that little. <laughs> Shuffle move, whatever that is. Yeah, that thing even have a name. What is the name of that thing? Uh, I don't know. Oh gosh, Uh, slide something. Okay, buy something. Oh, yeah, you know it. Looks like you're not touching the ground. Yeah, we. Do you think you could do that, Kathy? We were just actually. Jace just watched a YouTube video, and him and my nephew James were trying Uh to learn Juby slide. Juby slide? They were calling it something different. Kajajubi. Jump glide. Jump slide. Jump glide. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. 
All right, Smashing Pumpkins surprised fans by performing the classic holiday song Silver Bells on an ABC television special, The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration. Yes, Smashing Pumpkins. wild to see Billy Corrigan, you know, talking about he's at Disney, and I guess he's a big Disney fan. He is. He said, when you get the call to come play Disney World, you just don't want to play any weird old Smashing Pumpkins songs. Yeah. I went on to say that he first came to the park in the early 70s and still goes there, quote, all the time with his family. Uh, shot at Disney World, the band performance can be found online. They also premiered an unreleased Christmas song called Evergreen. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins recorded at a Christmas album during the COVID shutdown at Corgan's home studio, but it was never released. And then one final thing. This is interesting. Steve sent this over to me. Casey, we'll have audio of this. Uh, it's been over 45 years since the police recorded their breakout song, Roxanne. And Stuart Copeland and Andy Summers shared a truth about the breakout single. Uh, for years, there's been rumor that you can hear Sting's butt hit the piano keys at the beginning of the tune. And the question is, is it true? And they both agreed, yes, it is absolutely true. Now, I've always heard that, and I thought it was some kind of a guitar uh, or synthesizer sound. Yeah. I thought it sounds like, it sounds almost like Andy had strummed the guitar and then and had the volume turned down and then brought it up to me. Right. But it's actually Sting sitting mm-hmm. on the piano. So let me play the clip of these guys talking about it. Right. Uh, and then we'll, we'll play the clip. And then you'll recognize, you'll hear it, you'll know exactly what it is. True, true. He walked across the studio as the, we were still recording and he sat on the piano. I can recreate that moment right here. <laughs> and that's heard at the beginning of Roxanne. It was sort of a punk, irreverent thing to do. And, that, and of course, normally you take that off. You can't use that. But we left it in. Yeah. So um, have Roxanne. It's at the it very, very beginning. So go ahead and play it. Right here. Yes. That's it. That's it. I and, always and he thought laughs. that was guitar pace, uh, guitar bass. Yeah. And he he, he yeah. giggles. You can hear him laugh. Hit it again from the beginning, case. You're going to hear him laughing. Yeah. yeah. So that's him just that. sitting on the piano. It's kind of wild. What a great little piece yeah. of trivia. And I thought that was completely orchestrated. I, yeah. yeah, I thought that that was... It's a tonal thing. Yeah, and it, it sounds really cool. It just sounds like this yeah. weird little thing that pops up. So that is Sting sitting on the piano. Man, Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen has tons of little things like, like that? that. Yeah. Like where on... And it took a guitarist to show it to me. Like So on the back of his guitar, uh, there's a hole that's open. It's part of the tremolo. The, uh, the whammy bar, and there are springs back there. Mm-hmm. And in some songs, he will go back and, and pluck those springs, and it makes this pling, like oh, really, really weird sound. I'd have to find the songs on. And he also uses at the uh, near the, the nut at the top of the, the, the head of the guitar, near the uh, the neck where the neck... Is that on Buster Nut? That's the one. Yeah. Uh, but at the very top, in fact, here, I'll show you on this guitar real quick. Uh, have a guitar in my hands. So this part up here. Okay. This, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right there. yeah. There are some Above times it. where he will he will pluck at those. Really? And make noises. I know. So, I've heard that sound. Yeah, so there are And the uh, playing I think I know what you're talking about on the springs. I think there's moments I could remember that sound. Yeah, I think uh You might as well playing. You might as well playing. That's the one. But no, he. Uh, it, it's really weird sound of stuff. But there are some people that will do really odd things mm-hmm. in the studio to get sound. Sometimes there are accidents like sitting on a piano. I love it. We've talked yeah. about uh, Frankenstein as being the most iconic 
musical rock instrument, right? Yeah, yeah. That on you see it and you know immediately what it is. Yeah. You could tell like a Paul McCartney was it Rickenbacker? No, it was a Hoffner. Hoffner bass, right. yeah. So um, uh, you could tell that, but yeah. I mean, this is a uh, the, 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 he did all the artwork on it. Yep, it's cool. All right, and that's it in music news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we will wrap up the program. So stay with us. Preston and Steve show a Tuesday morning. Uh, here, what are the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we gave away Stones tickets just a little while ago. Yeah, 13 days of Rolling Stones. That continues on. Uh, if you want to be one of those people who's super excited about getting tickets and being able to go to that show, uh, go to WMMR.com because all of the information uh, that you need to know as far as how to win with that goes, we'll tell you what the song is and what hour it plays, and then you listen to be the 25th caller, and then you have your chance to win. It's that cheat sheet. easy. It's a full-on cheat sheet. That's it. And then while you're on there, you can check out the big friggin' deal with Bear Creek uh, and the half-price uh, lift tickets for um, uh, midweek or uh, weekday. Which I think it's tremendous. Lift ticket. Uh, thank you to Kathy Romano. Hey! We got hey. our holiday activities list. It was presented by Acme, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. We also want to make sure that you know that that is all at WMMR.com. <laughs> and you can find the information right there at PrestonandSteve.com. I'm sorry. That's remember where... that announcement we made earlier? Yeah, and remember this yeah. earlier this morning we made an announcement that uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is coming to town. Yes, very and exciting. We actually have, uh, um, we're going to give away some tickets before we're done here. What? Really? Yeah, but first I want to get the letter of the day and all that good stuff. And I'll tell you what to do uh, in just a moment, what number call you need to be. Also, uh, it's tattoos. So we got to give this away. Oh, Is yeah. cool? All right, let me, let me make what sure we do this What are we, we doing do first? Right. Are we doing letter of the day? We're or saying doing hello to Pierre first. Okay. All right, we're saying hi, Pierre. Hi, and before you go to the letter, um, Kathy's uh, holiday activity sounded great. And um, I was laying in bed looking out the window <laughs> And it started snowing. Yeah. Crazy. And I'm going, holy ass. That's really cool. That's production. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, how did they do that? I know a lot of money. Steve, <laughs> you know, they for the year. put on the camp out. But the list, in addition to sounding great uh, uh, and all that stuff, but... Then you guys made it snow, snow. And only until it was over, and then uh-huh. it stopped. And then yeah. we stopped. Then we made it stop. We had yeah. the sun come out. Yeah, yeah. it's well. like the confetti machine in yeah. the camp out. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a button. I have a snow right. button around here yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So tattoos day, and then we'll do the letter. Yep. Let me get the tattoos day. I want to give this away. All right, our winner is Scott, and I believe it's pronounced Valen of Philadelphia. I think that's a V. B-O-L-L-I-N. Yollin? Or a K. Or a Y. Is it Yollin? Yo, he be Yollin. Is it Yollin? Yeah. Okay, Scott Yollin. All right, so we're going to set him up with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And, of course, you can check them out. uh, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit Floating World Tattoos. uh, tattoos Tattoos.com. Or you can check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Come here. Yeah. That's disgusting. Happy. All right. um, Letter of the day, then? Yo. All right. Here. Hold on a second. Here we go. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WML. 
helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.